Hello. And we're live. Hello and welcome back. It's David here. Uh, I have a friend next door. His name is Jordan. We're going to get to Jordan soon. Hi, Jordan. Hello. How you doing today? Good? I'm great. How are you? Uh, Jordan is uh, a crafts nerd on a whole new level. And today's show is <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> Crafts. And uh, interestingly, Jordan developed a system. Well, it's not just his system, but it's a fantastic way of looking at the game. And we are going to literally break down all the bets, the house edge. We're going to get not right to business. We're going to do some news first. But this is going to be a very entertaining show if you're a diehard crafts fan. So if you're looking for the math, if you're looking to kind of understand the, you know, the roles, the combination, the ways how money is made how to optimize your betting strategy this is the game that's gonna i mean this is the show that's gonna break it all down but before we get there number one is uh we're gonna have our qbc moment uh shopcasinoquest.com we actually have these new prints that our very own mar uh, developed she actually created uh the artwork can they can they see this and we're gonna give this away so you're going to get the prints, not the frames. Um, we're going to get you the prints. So if you're interested, we're, we're putting these up on shopcasinoquest.com in the next like day or so. So we were supposed to have them up today, but things got late. Uh, but anyways, these are really, really fantastic prints that she uh, she did. And now we framed them. Oh, wait, wait, there's like a, my card is, uh, where, is it, where the hell is my, oh, here uh, yeah, they're they're I mean they're absolutely beautiful. Uh, right now the black one's my favorite, uh, but basically it's a you know a spade uh, spade royal flush. Uh, the artwork is uh, fantastic. So if you didn't know, our very own Martin Gal, who uh, does the uh, works on uh, our marketing and also uh, does our replies. What do we call her? Like a moderator? She's like a. She's an admin. Oh, admin. Uh, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> She's having, that's we, a, that's a HR talk for you. She's yeah, we love her. Man. She's probably out there trick or cheating, or maybe she's not. And by the way, if you don't, I what the hell am I? What am I doing over here? What's my costume? Julius Caesar. I, I am supposed to be a Julius Caesar, and uh, this is my uh, Spartan uh, slave over here. Oh no, my god, that's kidding. terrible. That's terrible. terrible. Hi guys. There is uh, Sticky with his abs. He's embarrassing the crap out of all of us here. <laughs> we. Got to, it's time I to mean, get a new gym membership. I mean, you work out with me. Wow. That, what, what, well, what's, what's going on we here? We can't all have the same results, sir. We can't all have the same results. But good lord, man. Uh, there you go. Twenty-one year old metabolism. No new not, thumbnail. Not twenty-one year new, old metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Uh, all right. Well, so we're gonna give this out. One hundred and twenty likes. We're gonna give you a print. You choose your print. Uh, you can either have the sort of rose-colored heart flush. Or the uh, spade black um, royal flush. Okay, so 120 likes. We're gonna give that away. You can choose uh, whichever one you want, and of course they'll be up on shopcasinoquest.com within the next couple days. We have quite a few. She's been hard at work developing a, a few different designs. So very excited about that. Okay, next up. Uh, we have a customer. Uh, they're in the back. They're they're on the. Uh, okay. I mean they got six of them so. All right, perfect. Thank you. All right, 
Um, all right, so we do have a bit of news. Uh, a lot of the news lately has been a little negative here in Vegas. A lot of people have been dying or killed or, you know, there's a lot of things going on. But we like to keep to the positive stuff. We don't like to mention any of the negative stuff. Before, but there before it is. we go too far, I would oh. like to read some comments. Comments? Uh, uh, Snapper says as a joke, hello, tell David to take off his Halloween mask. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we love you, Snapper, most of the time. That is the correct. By the way, uh, I'm going to go over it. By, Snapper, I still have your book, and uh, I picked out some other things to talk about in this book later once we get once we get uh, into the show a little bit. Oh, my God. What's next? Already? Well, a couple things. So Thank fast. you guys for all the compliments. But the other thing is we should do a – everyone's saying we should do a CG calendar, like men's calendar. Oh, uh, 100%. But stuff. here's the problem. 11 months of sticky and maybe – well, we probably have like 10 months of sticky, one month of jet, one month of mar. I mean – Oof. Uh, yeah, I'd be like in the little little postage stamp on the bottom, dude. Are you, you kidding you show me? Show up on holidays. Little yeah, <laughs> holidays. There you go. Uh, I'll be like fantastic. Me in a hat on in the corner. Genius. No work today. Genius. No work. Uh, a calendar. That's a fantastic idea. What do you think, buddy? I mean, I'll you do wanna, it. I mean, you I'm just pose? like this for the podcast. I think I'm willing to do it. Yeah, okay? he was going to go through the whole mall, dude. I mean, he was willing to just walk around and be his Spartan self. He's you're supposed to be. What are you supposed to be, Sticky? Spartan? I think I'm a royal consort or something like this. Or what the hell? I don't know. I don't even know what the word means. All is, right. Anyways, is it really that? I mean, if you got a body like that, yeah. You really if you got the physique, a, a, a you could be whatever the hell you shy want. Shy about it? Yeah. Like, no, you show that off. <laughs> no, he was. Yeah, no, he was all about it. All right. Um, you ready? So the, I guess the big, really big news is uh, Durango Station has come out with some renderings that we're gonna share with you here. And uh, I have a feeling this is a Marnell inspired, but I might be wrong. Marnell, as you know, has uh, built a lot of properties. Uh, they they built the M, and this looks M esque, I would say. Uh, they built uh, they built the Rio, built the M, built Bellagio, built they built a lot of Vegas. So uh, here it is, Durango Station. Can they see? Oh, there you go. So that's what it's supposed to look like. If if you don't know already, this is the southwest area of town. And if you're on the far other corner opposite here, you would see the IKEA. So it's the IKEA is like the next closest big thing. Although this whole area has quite a few other developments that are planned. Although most of it right now is kind of dirt. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff in the mix. All right, the very next, just go through these slides real quickly. And then, now this is, um, they're looking at 93,000 square foot of casino space. I mean, that would make this sort of the flagship casino of, uh, I think the only one comparable to that is maybe Green Valley, Red Rock, probably? Green Valley, Red Rock would be the other two. That would be other two. Yeah, I think those are going to be. Similar. Similar. And we're looking at uh, breaking ground the end of 2022. And this would not be a property until probably 2023 or thereabouts. Um, they're expecting to have 452 rooms. And I'm guessing of quite a few varieties. Um, you know, some suites. This, this is a moneyed area of town, by the way. This area has been waiting for a casino. So right now, Jordan lives in this area, sort of. Yeah, no, I live literally right down the street from it. So you, but right now you basically go to Green Valley. Yeah, or Red Rock. Or Red Rock, or the, well, the closest would be Santa Fe. No, what? Uh, no, Red Rock. I guess no, around the two fifteen. Two fifteen. Right yeah, to Red Rock. You're, you're eight miles to the Red Rock. Or, yeah, but or you Green you Valley really have just down the two fifteen. The other direction. Is the other two fifteen. Okay, so you have nothing right now, right? Besides no. Dotties. Dotties. Oh, and PTs. a lot of Dotties. Oh, oh PTs. PTs. Yeah, a lot of PTs. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just no table games. No like, table. No games. craps. No. no. Yeah. Yeah, or you'd have to go to like the. The uh, South Point, 
get uh, down South that way, down off of Blue Diamond. Yeah. There's places. a Dottie's right by there, dude. There's a Dotties. I, I've hit There's it that Dottie's one. There's a Dotties everywhere. There is a Dotties everywhere. They're like, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like Starbucks and Dotties. No, they really, they really is. Star- Dotties opens up faster than Starbucks sometimes. There, they just roll those the big puppies out. All right. Uh, so have they, have they seen all the uh, images, sir? Did they get around? Have yeah, they, have they, they saw the images. They seen everything. By okay. the way, uh, Skinner yes. asks, real question: Are they gonna have five dollar craps all day, all week? At Durango Station, yeah. I would say no. This is not going to be a $5 casino. Uh, I would say that the similar, games here. S- similar properties. Red Rock is $15. Green Valley is 10 Unless we get to a point where there's no pandemic, there's much more competition, then they might need to lure you away. But this area of town is not going to see another casino for a while. They're going to be the biggest player, the only one of few players out there. So I'm guessing yeah. there's going to be higher limit, $10 minimum. But even, well, I was just at the Sunset Station, and they were $10. So. And they, yeah. It's interesting. We were talking earlier about the evolution of craps and, and really gaming pits in general. Of course, COVID introduced a lot of evolutions quickly, right. uh, sort of up the game. The table game win in Las Vegas, or even the casino win, has just been on an upward uh, uh, hill. I mean, they've been making money you know, hand over foot. And uh, part of that is because everyone's playing short money. You know, we have all these high table game minimums that no one can afford to play them. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, uh, so I mean, if you have a hundred dollar table, what do you do at a hundred dollar table? For most of us, we can't play at a hundred dollar table. And if you're buying at a hundred dollar table and you don't have a strategy that includes ten shooters, right? Right. And this is where we're, we're going to go with this uh, if you, if as you, we get moving. If you can't afford the the the, the variants, you're yeah. you're going to get whacked. All right, so uh, on to uh, the crap game. Any more? Can we say hello? Is Are the usual people out there? Do we have, like, Alan? Yeah, and, Skinner, and Alan, Skinner? Snapper, oh. Sightseeing dude. South. By the way, Principal, uh, we're still talking about your role, dude, only because uh, it was epic. It was epic on a whole new level. ATS almost flipped it. The hopping, it, anyone in that missed this, uh, it was fat. We caught it all on film, by the way. We filmed it. It's. I think it's supposed to go up on our website. I'm not sure if it already has. Is it, has it, it hasn't. Is it, it you has guys it? haven't released it on your Dude, it was, it was so epic. He needed the 11 and 12. That's it. He needed the 11 and the 12 to roll to finish the ATS, right? And um, the all. He rolls the 11. So a bunch of people, of course, jump on a horn bed, 11 hopping, whatever it is, and he hits it. All he needs now is a 12. The entire table jumped on the 12, and of course he hit it. Right. He had to. Yeah. For to. the content, it was unbelievable. I've never experienced a thing like that before. I bet Principal Skinner, dude, you go to bed a lot at night. That's that's the last thought he has, dude. That's about epic, how. Dude. That's hit, a memory. His it's like Al Bundy scored five touchdowns in, in yeah. one football game at Polk High. <laughs> that's and it. Principal Skinner yeah. rolled a 12. Yeah, 20 Correct. years ago, 20 years all, from now, yeah. The all tall, small. No. I, I mean, I would. I've never had a hand like that. I've never had a roll like that. I don't even, I, I can't look back on any time. I mean, I can look back on the time I won a lot of money, but it wasn't my role. Right. I would love for it to have been my flipping role. And and epic, just like that. 11, boom, 12. Everybody hopping 12, bam. Uh, all right, any, any no contributions to Sticky's birthday? What's going on here? He's stuck. He, he's in neutral now. He can't move forward. I mean, by the way, we're still looking for a casino that wants to host uh, Dennis's birthday. By the way, Dennis, you got some coffee back there, bro? Um, I'm going to need some coffee. Holy crap, we're at 2K? Oh, my God. Uh, sadly, we, we shouldn't have had him keep track of this. You know what I mean? Because that way we could have gotten to, like, you know, March and right. be like, you know what, Dennis? It's, we had, like, $300 here. That's all we got. You know what I mean? But, of course, he's keeping track of every flipping dime, dude. Well, you should. It's his it's birthday. It's also recording. Listen here, buddy. Okay? 
We can go back in time and delete some stuff. Look at that. All right, Sticky, show him what you got, man. Put those out. Oh, God, you guys missed out, dude. He, as he bent in, dude, the abs were flexing. It's unbelievable. How many new 13-year-old fans do we have? <laughs> That's all I want to know. Is there, is there, there's, a, there's a riot of girls out there looking in, dude. You're going to have a date night is going to be full, okay? Is Tiger Beat Magazine still a thing? Tiger Beat Magazine. Oh, my God. I actually sort of remember that. Holy smokes. All right. Well, anyways, that's uh, fantastic. Alan Toy donated five bucks. Up oh, five bucks. Thank you, sir. I need Appreciate a CG headcount so I can book a reservation on Bach Ano when I visit uh, 12-4 and 12-12. On Bacchanal, yeah. When, oh, and when will, can he, uh, when will Kino Quest and Casino Kino? Oh, uh, we have Kino. We have Kino here. We, we've been filming a lot, uh, including a Kino with me and Lauren recently uh that was really a tour of all the fantastic kino games that you could play the favorites the not so favorites we didn't go over the house edge too much because uh you don't want to confront the house edge on kino well if you got that one that pays you what 97 percent. yeah uh, that's unless be- that's better than lots of craps bets no that's uh, so that's exactly right so we were showing i was showing like literally like the better kino to play so right. that you have you know what i mean you you, you know the house isn't you right. know yeah, whatever whatever your take vice advantage. is no, if that's, you enjoy that's playing it. the game, play the game, but just play the variant that's going to give you If the- you're going to dabble, Kino is not a bad way to go. You know what I mean? But if you are, And if you are going to dabble, dabble with the one that pays you with the 3% house edge, not the one with an 8% house edge. No, 100%, dude, because uh, it's amazing that people don't come to Vegas with the information they need. All right, so we're we're planning on April, the first week in April, right, uh, for Dennis's birthday. Uh, it's Dennis and Jet. And who else? We're just everyone that wants to, uh, is coming into their 21st birthday in and around that time. And by the way, if you're about to be 21 or you're going to be 21 before that or on that date, you know, we don't mind having you there as well. Well, just let us know. We'll have to qualify you. Make sure you're not like, you know, cray cray. Uh, but we're happy to have you. Well, uh, What's but, going on? Yeah, I know. But we are looking. Whoa, wait a minute. Super chatted. Holy crap. I just saw it. What's that? I just saw something. Uh, it's the a sightseeing sound says it's $25 wow. super chat. For wow. Sticky's cumpleaños, which means Ooh. birthday. Oh, fantastic. And Sticky hablo espanol. Did I say that right? Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Just, dude, just keep the camera on you, buddy. Come on, man. No, yeah, like this, this is the whole podcast. We'll talk in the back. <laughs> we'll talk in the background. <laughs> keep everybody entertained. Uh, yeah. Okay, so April 1st, uh, we're going to have everybody out. We're still looking for a casino venue. We have a casino, and then we have another casino but we want to go as big as possible. It's epic. I want I want him to have the most amazing birthday ever. Yeah, uh, I, want, I want... That's the thing. I want him to go big. In Any of us that missed out on our 21st for whatever reason, this is where we're going to live vicariously through Sticky and his abs. You're going to film some of the crap? We're going to film the whole thing. Then you've uh, got, he's got to go big. Yeah, we're going to vlog it. For we're going to film it. Yeah, for the content. Oh, no. We've got to get the table maximums yeah. for the content. Table maximum. Oof. God, just to buy it alone will be interesting. We'll have to pull out lots of $5 bills, dude. You know what I mean? It, wouldn't it be cool to represent all the Super Chats? Just like 5 and 20s and, you know, the whole thing. All right. Let's get to the uh, the big content. Those of you who love craps, this is going to be a very probative show. By, Should I by say, the way, if we represented all those Super Chats, it would be a bunch of cents, dude. Like a lot of $4.99. Yeah, like, no, that would be like... tough. Imagine that. Just bring a jar of change. Here, count this out in the cum. No, no. Talk about you know, stroking the dealer. Oh, that would be so stroke. <laughs> you know, they tell you to go to the cage now, right? And then the cage tells you to use the damn machine, and then you have to pay if you want to do the pennies and stuff. They don't even yeah, – it used to be they just dumped it into a thing, and they would count it for you. But now you got to go to, like, a change counter thing. Well, I was seeing, too, now, like, if you play slot machines, 
and you cash out for less than a buck, they just give you a ticket. And basically, some casinos either make you combine that ticket with another ticket to get it. So you're yeah. always trying to round it up to the next dollar, or else or they're you're like, left here, with a give ticket. this to charity or some other option. Yeah, they don't like giving out the change, dude. That's that's the change. change. By the way, here's the thing. Uh, I don't want to like show off my. So this is my original sheriff's gaming card. But but here, put your finger over. Um, you know this this kind of thing. But just show, show them what the hell I. Uh, that's my original gaming card. It was issued uh, on my birthday in 1991. <laughs> I don't think they can see that. Look at that! Wow! Look at all that hair, buddy. That was me. How old my were original. You? I was 21 years old. Dude. 21, and you became a dealer on your 21st birthday. Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, it was a bit of an interesting story behind that. One of these days, I'll I'll share that separately. But um, yeah, I um, I basically uh, became a dealer. <laughs> 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 and uh, I worked it out. Let's just say that uh, Vegas was, as much as they were all about the uh, the laws, they were a little lo loosey-goosey back then. Of course. You know, you could have, uh, you know, some fake stuff and uh, navigate navigate through kind of thing. You know what I mean? Not to say I had any. But in a dream, there might right. have been some other mitigating factors to, you know, me becoming a dealer. But anyways, <sighs> there's that. All right, ready? Do we have okay? So 120 views here. Let's. I'm gonna get this out of the way. You mean likes? Uh, yeah. Oh, 120 views. <laughs> likes, likes. I, I'm so confused today. Uh, either the pink one, man. They look spectacular. Uh, I don't know. I guess yeah, you they can't do. see it, but we'll, we're oh, geez, let me, uh, we'll have these up on the website and uh, shopcasinoquest.com. But let me just get rid of them for now. Oh, here. Oh, I could just move them aside, and they can't. Ah, oh, fantastic, dude. I love this thing called uh, media. It's amazing because we have like uh, his the way he set up the camera is just fantastic. It right. just sees right through here. I have a big ass computer right here. You guys can't see it. It's my <laughs> it's my cheat sheet. Okay, you ready? All right. Uh, yeah, 120 likes, dude. We're gonna give that away. All right. So here, let's go over the craps layout. And uh, if you don't already know craps, well, here it is. This is not the show for you if you're a total beginner, haven't been introduced to our craps table. Probably not the place to be, although you're welcome to listen along because there'll be a lot of uh, mouth tricks because uh, the brain is dying, dude. True. That's what happens. A lot of mouth tricks and the brain is dying. Uh, but anyways, here's what a craps, a typical craps layout looks like. Uh, this would be second base and then the stick man's in the middle. Uh, and uh, there it is. A lot of places no longer. Oh, they can see my mouse here? No, that's my mouse. Oh, uh, here. Go over the big six and eight. That's an area that they've taken out. And just so you know, I've, I have this conversation quite a bit because on a training table at the school... There's, on one of them, there's a big six and eight. On the other layouts, there are no big six and eight. And the reason why uh, casinos have taken this out, even though there's a tremendous house edge paying even money for the six and eight, people people argue about this bet constantly. You know, uh, the, in the field, for example, you, I'm sure many of you, if, you, if you're field bettors, right, you've put money in the field and someone else thought it was their money and the next thing you know you're like no no that's my money and then now the dealer has to get involved and the casino might have to give you know put ten dollars there because they don't want these people fighting and big six and eight causes lots of issues because people tend to forget that it's there it pays even money and then it, it one stack looks like two stacks and there's two people all claiming the stacks now you follow and it becomes a nightmare right so casinos would love having this bet and this brings me to my first david story you ready? I used to know a guy. There's a guy that used to come in, $500, and he, he did not want dealers touching his money. He, he wanted to play. He just played the big six and eight, $500, even money, instead of place bets. Why didn't he just place it on the line? Uh, Well, the line wasn't always a point. No, but uh, can't you do, make a 
well, a put bet? Yeah, but yeah. it's not the point, though. Oh, gotcha. Right? So, like, he would just bet even money, big six and eight. That was it. He yeah. would get paid. He would he would get paid on the six. He would move it over to eight and vice versa. He, he was just into no cooties. You know, he did not want you to touch his money. And he didn't like when you sized into his money. You had to, like, set it there. You know what I mean? Just set it. Just set the one $500 chip there. You know what I mean? Literally. And it, it was always the oddest thing. But, hey, you know what? He would lose out on $83 every time. Yeah, uh, because it would pay five eighty three as a place bet, but he just did not want anybody touching his money. That was one of the few people uh, I know who went through that. But so the six and eight has been taken out of a lot of casinos because it causes some consternation. People fight over the bet, and uh, you know it's it's easier for the casino just not. They're willing to let that one go. They'll never let the field go. By the way, that's like that's like a cash. That's like an ATM machine for the casino, dude. Oh, yeah. It just keeps printing. You know what I mean? All right, so the next thing is, uh, on the next thing, we're going to talk a little bit about the dice because uh, this is Ultimate Crap, so we're going to mention the dice here real quickly. In one of our previous episodes, we talked about the dice as well. But just so you know, so this is what a stick of dice, this is how it looks. Here, can you um, well, can you just go big for a minute and then go little? Go big and then little. I know, I've done that a few times. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, okay, well, so so this is the little here, uh, but but so it comes in. You can't just like they don't need to see it up close to it. I mean, all right, well, you want to hand it off to them, yeah. Um, so basically, there's a stick of five dice. There's a few casinos now using six dice, and this is it. This is a casino grade serialized 19 millimeter acrylic dice with sharp corners. And of course, they all share the same serial number. Typically, you'll have a casino logo on them. Uh, every pip is drilled and backfilled so that the pips are equal weight. So the casino, so that every dice is exactly the same weight, regardless of the number of of pips that you see. Technically, they all have the same pips, uh, just only on some of them can you see them. And uh, then there there are a few measures that the casino takes as far as security goes. Obviously, these dice are translucent, so you can see through them. If someone would introduce a foreign dice, had something in the middle of it, obviously. And um, they also have UV glow spots. So they use uh, UV glow pips. It's on this, uh, go to that one slide. Uh, so they, some pits will have a UV light. They can put the dye underneath the UV light and some of the pips will, uh, will shine, will glow. Right. So it's another way of verifying. I, you know, I'll be honest, in, in all of my years, I have never seen a dye replaced on a game. And, and back in the day, this may have been a thing, but uh, currently I, I don't know of anyone I've never talked to anyone who knows this. I know people that try to fabricate the roll, and I know people that have tried to use like tar or some silly uh, sludge thing. I have one guy many years ago in Baton Rouge, uh, but for the most part, uh, it's not a thing. I mean, they, they the dice themselves go through a whole series of checks at the casino. Uh, they're, they're signed out, they're signed in. Uh, well, they're signed in, they're signed out on the wrapper. Uh, they're released onto the game. They're changed about every eight hours or every shift, sometimes more often. So if, if there's a, if for any reason a supervisor think there's something amiss, like if, if one of the if one of the edges gets soft and gets chipped, which you know I've, I've actually never seen that. I have seen a die that was stepped on, and instead of them putting back in the game, they you know they just swap the whole set out. You know they right. they won't take one die out, uh, and and they mic the dice. So the dice are between point zero 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 five of an inch. I mean they make sure that it, it's a very accurate thing. Uh, Anyways, and then when the dice are canceled, uh, they cancel it typically on the four. So in the in the middle of the four, you'll see the big. They have a little thing that they cancel it. It causes a mark and punches it out. 
and you'll see how sharp like, so the new thing now is these really really sharp dice it used to be a little bit rounded uh, but now yeah they go for these super super sharp dice the other thing that I, I did include on that is a felt. So I get we get asked a lot about what felt is used. So for the most part, the felt that goes on a craps table is a microfiber. And um, it is a, a scratch resistant, water resistant, water repellent type of fabric. And it holds up really well under, you know, imagine as a dealer, you're pushing checks and your fingers are going across it. Maybe you have nails. It's really highly resistant. To being used uh, a lot and repetitively in the past they used these wool layouts that held up really well those are the a cheaper way to go the, the problem with the wool is that they don't present graphics well so casinos have now used uh these the, these microfiber uh felts and in some cases they have like a i don't know what it's made out of i think it's some kind of polyester blend they call them a leatherette material uh you'll see that they have this sort of thick bouncy feel to it those of you that are you know that dice set or that get around to feeling the layouts there, there's two different sort of textures that go with the layouts. You, you can tell one of them is more of a, a slicker, softer feel, and then the other one it, it literally feels like leather in a sense. Really, and uh, it, it as a as a stick person or a dealer, both of those surfaces react differently. The leatherette surfaces are fantastic if you're a dealer. You can push checks out of them very very easily. You can also push the dice. It's really easy to transition the dice from the center to. Uh, to a player so like if you have the dice at the end of your stick and you're pushing off to the player you can push it off in the middle of the table you know the dice are not suspect to you know fall over right so if you're on the stick the one thing you don't want to do when you push off dice is to have a die roll over and now it's on a seven and your player is pissed off because nobody likes the dice delivered on a seven or a crafts for some some of you this type of thing uh so the wool the wool uh, the old wool layouts, there's not many casinos that use the old wool layouts anymore. I don't, I don't know of any. I know the Gold Coast is one of the last real holdouts for that. You know, casinos that got a lot of traffic, a lot of daily play, aggressive play, uh, stuck to those wool layouts because they lasted, you know, you didn't have to change them every three or four months. But now casinos are incorporating a lot of graphics. Like, like they have a new show or they have a new bet or whatever the case is. So they replace the layouts frequently. And so now they've gone on to using these microfibers and these, these leatherette uh, belts that, that wear quicker. Uh, but you can have these really nice graphics and a really nice uh, feel to them, right? Whereas the wool... And those of you who have been around dice for a while, you remember the hairy looking layouts? You see like they, that was the wool. That was the wool layouts. And uh, they, once they got a little wearing, it was tough to, it was tough to push checks. You would get exhausted on those tables. So if you're a dealer on the other side, right, pushing those checks, you want as little resistance as possible over the course of your shift. Otherwise, it's going to, it's like any any kind of resistance. I mean, it's not a lot of resistance, but it builds up over time. Uh, so you get stress on your back, your hip, this kind of thing. The leatherette services, the microfiber services are fantastic. That's why, so when people come here, we sell the microfiber layouts. That's what's in our dealer kits. And people, you know, they're, they're not cheap, by the way. So, our, you know, our cost is a lot higher than you think. It's not like some 5 or $10 thing, you know. So you can go on Amazon and get those green, you know, wooly-feeling uh, felts that are, you know, $7, $15. And, uh, you know, th that's not a professional felt. They, they don't, they're not spill resistant. They're not scratch resistant, that kind of thing. But anyway, so there's a conversation about the felt. As far as the underlay, the underlay is typically either just the wood or other felts. Uh, so some, I know that there are some casino supply companies that sell people these underlay for under the felt. 
And um, in my experience, not a lot of casinos use anything other than other felts or the wood itself. So if you go to a casino and you can feel that heavy bounce, it's literally just a thick felt or a second felt that's underneath that. They don't, yeah. there's no other uh, underlay that goes on there. You know, in fact, um, my, the first time I was ever given a layout. So the Gold Coast, many, many years ago, one of the bosses there uh, took off a layout uh, and gave it to me, which I, I still have. I'm, I'm, I think I have it in storage. But underneath the layout was newspaper. That's it. It was just newspaper. And so that's what casinos used. Uh, in fact, the Gate had one that uh, had newspaper, and Gold Coast had newspaper on it. So those are two casinos. The other casinos I worked for always used other felts. They had another felt, and they would put another felt on it. Once it got too high, they would replace it. I know casinos now are favoring the hard roll, so that roll with just the wood right. uh, and the felt so that it's a hard roll. Uh, they feel like they're getting better results with that. I'm not sure if they are. But anyways, all right. Oh, really? Good. Quickly. Yes. Uh, Skinner wants you to look at the Aparis' layout. There it is. Oh, he gave you that image? Wow, oh. you got that up there quickly. Holy smokes. What do you got, a fire bet rolling? What else you got? Eight for one? Uh, world bet? Little ones, big or... Uh, boomer bust. Uh, oh, it's it's not it's it's bonus crafts, not bonus crafts. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So some I think some casinos have been moving towards like getting away from the IP. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's, it's they're just not paying the bad, license. It's just not. Yeah. They're not calling it yeah, bonus. It's not, it's uh, there's called, a few ATS. There's a few yeah, it's not uh, called bonus crafts or bonus crafts. There's a few other, but it's got a fire bet too. Holy crap! So we're we're gonna talk about the house edge. So the house edge on all of these side bets is out, you know through the roof. And here's a table that has quite literally as many as you can imagine. Uh, I have yet to see a bonus bet with um, fire bets too. Uh, Skinner, what what is the what does their fire bets pay? Are they paying? Uh, they're two ninety nine for all six uh, all six points, right? I'm guessing. I have no idea. Is he is he saying no? Well, it's gonna take. There's a delay. So it's gonna take. A oh, second. there's a delay. Yeah. So there used to be when the firebed first came out. So the so the firebed just real quickly. You see that one with the little fires on top of those circles. So those circles correspond to the person's position on the table, and so they would put down their whatever amount they had for the firebed, and then that money would be moved up into the center under you know under the boxman's review basically, and represent their investment in the firebed. Typically, the maximum you can bet on a firebed is five dollars. So one to five dollars. Originally. The fire bet, all six points, you would get paid on four points successfully made, five points, six points, uh, well, four points, five points, and six points. And the six points would pay a thousand to one. He the says problem, he doesn't know. He just, he he's just not found sure. Picture, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing it's 299. So, uh, but when the fire bet was a thousand to one for six points, uh, you you know anybody hits that with more than a dollar two dollars let's say and uh, they're, they're having to fill out some paperwork for the IRS right and it would just slow the game down and the thing with the fire bet as well is whatever points is so some casinos will pay at three points past right. so three different points past seven to one uh, on the low side now if they pay seven to one that's where you get to the 299 so they would they were able to load at 299 why 299 because 300 to one is the threshold for if you hit any bet that's 300 to one or more you have to fill out paperwork for the IRS. So if you get a six point, so so they pay two ninety nine to one, and uh, then they give you they give you the three point fire bet. They pay on three points. the The problem with three points is that the, the game has to stop. They have to roll back the cameras. It, they have to call up the surveillance. Surveillance has to validate the roll, even on a three point winner. So the whole game stops. And like you know, really. And then they call down and approve the payoffs. And then the box, when they have this procedure where the boxman lays out all the payoffs. Some of you guys have seen this already. The, the ATS is, is, doesn't, 
doesn't always have the same protocol. I mean, we got paid on the ATS the other day very quickly. Um, I mean, I don't even remember them calling it up. I think the box when the supervisor took care of it. Every time I've seen the ATS pay off, it's been fast. They just pay it. Yeah, Firebet, they call it upstairs. They go through this whole process. They lay it. I mean, it's silly. But but now with the 299, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the house edge on a firebed, do you know what it is? I think on they a had fire a firebed, I don't. I know the ATS, but not the firebed. Hey, what's on it? What is it on the, the ATS? The ATS is, uh, well, it's 20% on the all, and I believe it's like oh. 18% wow. on, the, on the tall and small. So what you're saying is Kino is the answer. Kino, then. Well, the that's on the tire bet. So, I mean, that takes 20 rolls. Kino pays out yeah. over a couple of, you know, <laughs> each true. roll. So, you know. Yeah. Kino does over, pay every Over roll. time, you're... 3% house edge keno is probably better than that, though, I think. See? See? Not a hater. That's what we love. We love people that are all about the, the process. Okay. Uh, what else we got? That was pretty cool. You got that image up right away. He sent it to you? Yeah, he, he sent it to me through Discord. Wow, it's fantastic. By the way, what a great memory for me, too, dude. But uh, I'm going to share that story forever. So, speaking of house edges, I know on the last yep. podcast, someone asked you about Pygal Poker. And the House Edge on Pygal, the new game that's out here is the Face Up. That's I believe it's 1.87% House Edge, and yeah. I think the Fortune, the normal Pygal, I think it was like 2.7, 2.5, somewhere in that range. No, no, I love uh, I love Pygal. That's my other. Go-to. That was the game that I used to play all the time before really? I got into craps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, lucky you, buddy. Uh, if I only have a hundred dollars and I have a twenty-five dollar tables, I go right to Pygal. That's what I would go. do. That's all I can play. That's all I can afford to play. All right. Now we're gonna go. All right, so we we, we hit the dice. Any uh, other questions about the dice? Now we're gonna go over Not the really. ways of dice. The ways. So, interestingly, this influences the ways. Okay, there are 36 ways that the dice can be rolled. Not combinations. Ways, and it's important distinction uh, because it influences the true odds that are available to you on the casino. And this will help you, I think, understand sort of why things pay what they do. So if you know, if you have a pass line bet and you want to take odds, the odds themselves pay true odds. And that's based on the idea that every easy way, so in craps there's an easy way and a hard way to roll the dice. So the easy way, the best way to know what easy way is, it's a non-double, okay? It's a 6-4, it's a 5-3, it's anything that's not a double. The hard way is a 3-3, a 6-6, a 1-1, anything that's a double. So those of you who play Monopoly out there, hard way is double. Now, for those of you that dealers, so a supervisor might come up to you and say it pays on the high side. If something pays on the high side, that means it's a a hard way that that was rolled, some type of hard way. If it pays on the low side, that means it's an easy way. Every easy way has two ways uh, that can be rolled. Every hard way just has the one way, right? So the idea behind an easy way is, so let's let's look at it this way. You see where that's 6-4? So 6-4 is one easy way, and then 4-6 with the same two dice is the other easy way, okay? So even though that's only one combination of the dice, it's two ways the dice can be rolled, whereas a 5-5 can only be rolled the one way. <clears throat> now, how this influences what you get paid, it's, it's, it's very simple. I say that a lot, by the way. It's not that simple, I know, but uh, okay. So there are six ways to roll a seven, okay? Because you have three easy ways, uh, three easy ways possible times two is six ways to roll a seven. There are uh, five ways each to roll the six and eight. So the odds will pay you six to five, okay? So it's six to five, okay? 
the five and nine, there are four ways <clears throat> to roll a five, and there are four ways to roll a nine. Again, there are six ways to roll a seven, so you get paid six to four or three to two, okay? Three to two like blackjack, at least the old blackjack. And then on the four and 10, four and 10, there's each three ways to roll the four and 10. Uh, and again, six ways to roll a seven, so you get two to one on the odds with the four and 10. And then you see see the rest of the, the ways there. Obviously, there's only one way to roll the two, there's only one way to roll the 12, and they only pay on the high side, or 31 and 30 for one, depending upon where you play. So. Here in Vegas, we refer to it as downtown odds and strip odds, which isn't always true. There's a lot of strip properties now that pay downtown odds. Resort World, for example, pays downtown odds. They pay 16 and 31, uh, whereas a lot of strip properties pay 15 and 30. And by that, I mean 15 for an easy way hopping, 30 uh, for a hard way hopping, right? So assuming that there's 36 ways and you're only getting paid 30, there's a little math. There's a yeah. little intro on the math. But we're not going to go. We're going to show you some of the math as, as, as far as the context goes. We're going to examine the best bets, the worst bets, this kind of thing on a craps table. Uh, with some, we're not going to go so, so far into the math. But we will show you, uh, you know, how it's impacted. All right. So let's, 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 go, let's go next. This is going to be one of those. Um, this is going to be one of those videos that people just refer to. You know what I mean? Every anytime you want to break down this game and get down to sort of the probative facts, right. without being too nerdy, uh, this is the go-to. Because again, David's math is you know my bar is low, your bar is a little higher than mine. Yeah, you know what I mean? A little bit. Little bit. All right. Here, so here we go. So let's let's break down the probability of a roll. Okay. So the idea behind. Do we have any questions yet? Is anybody lost? Who's sleeping? What's going on? Really quickly, Wait, Michael Fritz says, "Happy Halloween, David." Oh, Hopefully happy Halloween. Hopefully make it out soon. On yes. a big roll on a craft table. Yeah, no, I can't wait, dude. Now, what, now that we understand probability, we're going to get to an interesting... We're calling it Jordan's Place. Uh, it's going to be a whole new betting system. I think you guys are going to really love this. We're saving it for the end because we're going to break down the strategies. So the strat they break down into three basic arenas. And we're going to go into the arenas. We're going to play around. We're going to fuddle around. We're going to talk about it. And uh, we're going to evolve. All right. So, so here's the probability of a dice. You ready? Yeah, this is gonna be like the ultra nerd. Ult this is ultimate bet, ultimate craps. That's what the name of the, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, here we go. Ready? For you the, get to the next slide. For the five people out there that like the math. Yeah. Here it is. So here it is. So we got. We're gonna go through this quickly. So two and twelve. There's only one way. Obviously, two point seven eight percent chance on every roll that this will be the roll. Okay. As we know, it it could be uh, once every you know twenty six rolls. You know what I mean? I have the famous story of the guy chasing it for 25 rolls. Didn't work out for him because it rolled on the 26 rolls to answer. Uh, so this is this is now this is on a natural sort of curve, so to speak. Okay. Right. Uh, the the odds the, the chance of rolling a three or eleven is 5.56, four and ten, and so forth and so on. And then you see where the seven is. Boom. As we've already established, there are six ways to make a seven, and therefore the greatest possibility of rolling a seven on any given roll and most of us know that very well you know what i mean right we have that the fear of uh seven in us right which influences basically every system we play those of you on blended and hedging systems you are so scared of the seven you almost don't come don't go out late well the thing the problem with hedging though is that whatever you hedge with is going to take away from the, the opportunities you have anyway. No, so that's hedging, right. Hedging systems never work. You can never uh, get ahead of you can never take a bunch of high 
uh, house edge bets and put them together in some sort of stew and come up with a low house edge. No, it's that's all, a terrible all, all gonna, stew, sir. It's all going to be high house edge. Yeah, that's you know, true. If you no. think it is, you need to re, re, re-examine Back the Back to Kino for you. Yeah. That's what we Go don't think roulette. about. Or roulette. Yeah, those are no math. Uh, we don't ask questions when we play just, those games. We just play just and have on, fun. The, the only thing to avoid on roulette on the double zero is the, the double zero one two three street. That that has a higher house edge than everything else. Everything, everything else has else? the same five point whatever percent. Wow, house edge. five point. Oof. Um, yeah, I, I, I get triggered on roulette, so I stay out of roulette a lot. All right, so here we go. So here's an interesting little slide here. Now we're gonna go over a little bit more math. Uh, Snapper, wake up, buddy. S- Snapper says some people never roll a seven. So Snapper did. Holy thir- crap! Thirty one rolls. Thirty one times. You guys, gave him, you guys gave him the extra what, roll. What's more amazing? It really wasn't one extra roll. Yeah, it was thirty one. Oh, you guys counted it out. Oh no, my you guys God. counted. Whoever edited, whoever edited your videos counted it out. No, I'm sure we did. We screwed that one up. We were so excited. We were so in the moment. It was so unbelievable. And he had three parlays in play, like still up. So here's one as a fan. Yeah. If if it ever happens again, let him roll out until he rolls a seven. See how long I he know. go. If you give by the way, the everyone's content, told you, us that you could have had a hundred rolls out there. You got to add a hundred rolls. That have been the interesting. Content. See that snapper? Snapper was screwed over on that one. It was poor say. snapper. <laughs> poor snapper. By the way, snapper, we've heard a lot of people even say that. Like we should have just let you keep going and to see when. when yeah, that well, because I watched. You can set the well, bar. What I did is I watched along with my strategy and I tried to see what it would be and it really. Who knows and then what we it would just be. cut yeah. you off, dude. Yeah. How how unsatisfying! You crap block me. Uh, <laughs> that's when your when your Pornhub Premium uh, membership expires right in the middle. You know what I mean? Like what the hell? All right. Uh, you know what? They would at least let you finish the video. Okay. Oh really? You get we to we would one video? No, oh you guys didn't. God. Every time he goes, to his, look at that, dude. It it's embarrassing, man. If you're gonna switch to you, just leave it there. I mean, just not, exactly. Oh, you see me? I look like a <laughs> you, pile of goo over I, here. I feel like it'd be weird like, just to sit here like the whole time, I, just like no, look that at would me. be weird. That while you guys weird. are talking, I'm just sitting here silently typing on the computer. We should get you like a nipple ring or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> something that really. <laughs> I, I'm good. Please, please do. You sure? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And All then right. Sapper says, "I'm a craps blocker." Yeah. He is a craps blocker. <laughs> Yeah. Damn it, Snapper. God, we love you guys. All right. Um, <laughs> Dave N says, how cold is it in Vegas? It's not cold enough, dude. That's the problem. <laughs> it's It's been so warm, by the way. Holy crap. I can't even keep chocolate in the uh, chocolate. He, he's just melting. saying that because I, I'm oh, not his nipples. Your nipples yeah. are low. Low profile nipples. Oh, God. How the high ta- beams are on. And this is, Listen, any other podcast, where does nipples come in? We're talking craps, and we move right over to nipples. It makes no sense, dude. It makes no sense. <laughs> Principal uh, Skinner says, sticky over there cutting glass. <laughs> oh, my God. We got a new – we're expanding our fan base, sir. We're expanding our – we're making new crap fans right as we speak. No, no I, I think it just <laughs> – I think it's just me fans. I don't yeah. think that – no I one's think it's just crap fans, the degeneracy coming out in all yeah, of us, right? Yeah, no, 100%. Uh Oh, God, just losing my train of thought. Okay, ready? Here we go. Ready? Coming out roll. <laughs> we're talking coming out on craps, by the way, just so we're clear. Okay, here we go. Pass line. Are you ready? If you don't know this by now, this might be the wrong episode for you, but you win on a 7-11 if you're on the pass line, all right? Uh, you've got eight of 36 ways to win, of which four are combinations, and twenty-two point. you're expected to win 22 point. 22% of the time, although most of us have, have never realized that kind of win percentage. 
because uh, that hasn't ha uh oh what well, happened here's the thing you lose 11.11 percent .11 of the time so you win twice as often as you lose. wait so, wait i have to read this uh oh go christopher bird trucking 20 dollars super chat for sicky's b-day nipple ring ah oh, <laughs> that nice. could be a thing that's gonna be a fantastic ring uh, thank you so much. I just saw it now come up. I love that graphic, dude. What? I mean, whatever the hell that is. Anyways, okay. Uh, obviously you lose on a 2, 3, or 12, so 11.11% of the time. Which now I understand why 11 is like my favorite number. I'm just like terrified. Uh, see, that's a little spooky. You know, those of us who have played craps for a long time, you know what I mean? It's well, a bit if horrifying. You, if you want to see spooky, really, if you go back to the probability of the rolls and you look at the right-hand side, that's yeah. literally most house edges are going to be just roughly that. those numbers. Yeah, Either welcome 2. to the 7, casino. 8, 11, you know, 16. Right 6, this 7. way, sir. No buffet, but right this way. No buffet coupon anymore. Holy crap. Or at least not at a lot of places. We need the buffet coming back. We need the twofers. All right, so here's the thing. Casino edge on the pass line. This is like the number one of the one of the first questions people ask when they come here to play is like you know what's the best way to play, and we're we're gonna get to that in a minute because uh, it, it's it's one point four one on the pass line one point three six on don't pay. it's not a big difference, one is more boring and more negative than the other and one is like you know where you can create some opportunity and that's that's where we're gonna get to eventually is like what the opportunity is all right. Uh, we went over pass line odds. We could probably skip this. Uh, we we've already established you get you know what the odds are. Don't pass odds, but let's get to the bets, the rolls, and the edge, because we all like to be edged. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> some more than look, a, some look. less than I others. I don't know if everyone wants to be edged. I mean, not with that view. Edging Jesus. is kind of frustrating. It sometimes. is a bit frustrating, but here we go. This is the edge of dice. Just so we're clear, see. See, we this is this is this is innuendo central. Look, craps look, is literally the game the of innuendo. Of course, it was named craps for a reason. Uh, yeah, no, hundred percent, dude. It's it's quite something. I mean, it's hard to really talk about this game without giggly, without especially people new to the game. Once you talk about working the field and you gotta come, come and you know what I mean, get, and then, then they don't people come. just lose dude, it, dude. dude. You, you gotta come. No, exactly. People li literally lose it unless I mean, because if they have no context of the game, I I don't know why I never lost it years ago when I was learning. But anyway, I probably did. All right, so here we go. Here are sort of the house edge, and this is a per per roll, right? right. Yeah. Not just for the bet itself, just per roll. Yeah, the far the far right is the per roll. Yeah, and so it, it's interesting because if you go down this, right? So this is, and you see where the pays are. So post pay, this is where you pay on the buy, where it says post pay after it rolls. That's the biggie. So nowadays, there's quite a few casinos who. It's called an automatic buy. They'll automatically buy it. They won't charge you until you win. Uh, it used to be you were charged before you won. If you wanted to buy a number, you had to know to buy the number. Believe it or not, I actually worked for a casino that was so cheap that if you went to $20, they would not tell you to buy it. They would not give you any recommendation on the 4 or 10. They would literally pay you 36 bucks. They don't want to give away any money. Most Now, most casinos, they don't do that. They'll be like, listen, they'll move it to the buy and ask you for the dollar or tell you that it's going to cost a dollar. You follow? Right. But I have worked for a casino that was literally like, don't you don't tell people to buy. Buy is a different bet. And technically, it is a different bet. Place bet, buy bet, two different things, even though they're the same basic bet. And casinos that really want to just ugh, give it to you, you know what I mean? They might not want to. Can you imagine you have like $100 on the floor and the whole time you're just getting paid? As a place bet? Oh. <laughs> I don't think he... Yeah, no, you'd no, be out. Imagine uh, that. Then I would... I'm the guy, kind of guy that goes around to every casino and asks them before I even decide to play there. He does. He calls down, by the way. That's fantastic, dude. Before yeah. you even make the trip. Because you imagine getting 180 
Yeah. On a $100 place bet on the floor and not getting, you know. Not getting uh, 195 Well, depending upon, yeah, 195 yeah. Wow. Brutal. Yeah. That I wouldn't would want to rough. get 180 or 190 either. So if they told me I had to pay both, I'd be like, heck no. No, you, would, you wouldn't go there if you had to pay both? If I had to pay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy the five four and nine if you have to pay for big, big yeah. everywhere if you had it yeah, yeah no no big on, on win only and then we go down like we talk about so buy the lay and you see with the house edge you know this is per roll and based on this optimum pay okay so these are some of the best bets that you can make leading up to obviously the don't pass and the pass line right um interestingly we're gonna get to uh we're gonna do hot bets too because i know a lot of you guys are hot bettors and uh you're welcome to so this is there forever right they'll be able always able to refer back to this video take some notes i we sort of condensed this consolidates from a number of sources which by the way we should go ahead and thank wizard of odds michael shackford yeah I, I met him he he uh he's the ultimate nerd when it comes to all the math no that's i mean he's he's the one that got me on yeah. it. i saw his he's got a he's got some youtube videos out there too about yeah. explaining craps and the bets behind it and that's yep. where i started and then i also picked up his book uh, gambling 102 which goes in. oh gambling a, 102 yeah it's a huge if you're into the math and the deep dives and stuff it's, yeah it's, it's less about explaining the game and just explaining the house edge and so he he by the way has a youtube channel yeah and he also has a website wizard of odds and uh he is a fantastic resource we've met him a few times there he's worked on so let's say if you develop a game and uh, he can certify the math for you he he i forget what they call it but there's a process before you get the game forwarded to the casino you need someone like him to say hey this is the house edge this is how the game works this is the whole you know what i mean and so he will put that all together for you uh and he gets paid well obviously to do this right uh but he's like literally the guy and uh, i mean everybody out there who's uh, into the math or into the games himself it's it's a great website it's a great no, yeah no if you're ever interested in the math itself definitely check out wizardvots.com because he goes deep. he goes deep that's the deep probative dive. All right, so then we got the hopping bets, and we kind of we're, we're going to get to the best bets and worst bets on the crap table in a minute. And then we're going to go right to strategies. We're going to knock this out, but we're going to keep it focused and linear because I know a lot of you guys uh, still need to trick or treat. So, uh, are you trick or treating, Sticky? Uh, no. Not I'm literally just dressed like this for for work. Just for work? Just for the just for everybody in our podcast world? Because I think that uh, yeah, fantastic. All right, we. I, mean, I think I'm too old to trick or treat. To be honest, I, with you. well, you you're don't too look old too to old. trick or treat, but you're not too old to be a trick or a treat. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That good. Uh, wow! Holy crap! All right, let's get to the hopping bets. So so here's an interesting thing for those of you who love hopping bets and the genius that bet the field. If you could find a field bet that pays triple. On both the 2 and 12, it's even. Demon There's money. no house edge. It's like playing roulette with no zeros. And then the last one that was around, what you said was in New Mexico? New Mexico, yeah, they don't. It's it's no longer that way. COVID, yeah. COVID has made them COVID switch. whacked them? COVID whacked them and made yeah. them change their strategy like, back. To... Screw it. we got to win some money in the field. All right, well, go up. Well, no, no, go up. There we go. Uh, all right, so so clearly running down sort of the, the hopping bets. Uh, wow, I included uh, some comparisons between the big. But... but uh, Hops house edge. All right. Well, I, you know what? I screwed this. Up. Okay. So there we go. We got the hard ways six and eight. They got the big six and eight in there. It, it's not really a a hopping bet, although it just stays there. Uh, but as you go down, I mean, you know, the field bet with just uh, two to one uh, on one yeah. and triple is uh, is still not bad. Two point seven eight. That's the same. So here's the, the way I like to look at it. I, I like to compare stuff to different games, right? So if you compare the field bet two to one to a single zero roulette the 
the house advantages are basically the same. So same as single zero. And then if you go to the double double, it's basically the double double zero roulette. So the the by, the underlining fact is craps is the if you know how to play craps, it's the best best table game there is. It, well, it's by far the most fun. Oh, 100 percent. That's true. <laughs> it's the most entertaining. Yeah. I think if you know how to play blackjack, though, you're, you know uh, how to count cards. That's and, it. And you, you, can you, count you can actually cards. be an advantage player at blackjack. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. If you can be an advantage player and not get backed off, then I'd play blackjack. But you know, the number of people who uh, who have been professional crap stealers in my career uh, has only been maybe two. Right. And you know, interestingly, one of them played the field, and the other played uh, the don'ts. Flat bet on the don'ts. Just grinded the don'ts out all day long. They won a hundred bucks and got the hell out. That crap, that crap player would martingale the field, and uh, he eventually got whacked. Well, yeah, a it, year and a half later, he got whacked. Every martingale works until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. I mean, he literally had, I don't know, fourteen no fields in a row, and uh, it just whacked him. He had, I forget, I forget what the total bankroll that he came. In. It was like eighty-seven. It wasn't a complete martingale because the, the table limit was only like three thousand dollars, something like this. Yeah, that's, that makes it rough. And so he was just chasing that three thousand, I think, twice. Uh, after he, yeah, he was rough, dude. That that poor guy, man, ooh, he was shaky. He was, oh god. I don't know. I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen a guy Martingale place bets. Uh, one place bet, he would place the eight, he hit it and go, and that didn't work out for him either. I mean, if you had a deep, if you had a deep uh, bankroll, you could Martingale the twelves. Just up it every thirty-five times you lose. Well, we've we've seen someone try that. <laughs> but now you just <laughs> oh god! Can you imagine, dude? I mean, yeah, that's the thing. You can't. It's so hard to chase this game. Yeah, well, it really you, is. You can't chase any game, really. And, and that's why you got to seize the moment. When, once you can create some opportunity, you have to have a system that creates opportunity, allows you to seize the moment. Well, all right, we're gonna get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, the worst hopping bet there is is any seven. Uh, which is, I think, might surprise a lot of people because that seems to be the most common number. But on a dice table, the largest house edge is a seven, sixteen point six seven. Your thoughts, sir? Well, it makes. I mean, I think what casinos do, I think, is they take advantage of people's idea of, oh, this number hits more frequently than that yeah, number, so 100%. it's a better bet. Yeah. But it's not how frequently. It's the ratio to what they pay to how often it hits. Sure, it hits every six times, but they only pay you four to one. That's it. So you're losing out on on basically, you know, a half of what you should be paid. And there's a ton of people that bet. Yeah. Three way seven. And but three. So hopping the sevens is better because hopping right. the sevens you get paid five to one. Right. So it's it's a better bet. If they so, had it, but if you're playing strip odds, it's the same bet. Oh, is it? Oh yes. I, no see, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't play. Yeah, you only odds. pay downtown odds. So yeah. you hop the sevens. So by the way, if you have downtown or your downtown odds, you want to make sure to hop the sevens. Three-way seven is the answer, okay? If you're on the strip and they're just paying 15, right. to, uh, 15 for one or 14 to one on you know, any easy ways, uh, any easy way, they, they pay, uh, it's the same bet. Right. Uh, it's the same key. Right. And it's the same, you know, There's obviously no difference. the any sevens in the world bet too. And right. The that, world that, bet's that, another terrible bet. That's what... Uh, makes the world bet even worse than all right so let's go to the the best bets because right. i think people are more concerned with those where to bet on a craps table well, before all right before we do go ahead joy 501 has been a member for 12 months as well 12 months as a member has really flown. wow fantastic and he also donated five pounds Hi, five pounds he's British, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, British. I'm late fantastic. to the party, but hope you're doing all well. Yep, we're doing fantastic. It's The weather out here is almost too nice. It's supposed to be colder. It's it's part of this, uh, you know, warming. So I, I just moved here from uh, central Washington. State, oh, really? And this time of year, it's 
probably yeah. 35 degrees. Really? Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah, it's 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 usually well. I mean, it's not usually, but you know, it should be a little cooler. Uh, it's just hot. Yeah. Ridiculously hot. You can't. You still can't get chocolate from Costco to the office without it melting. It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, thank you, sir, for being a member. We appreciate you. Um, we are. By the way, the classroom is going up tomorrow because of Halloween, and you know, Timmy's lazy. Timmy. Yeah. So he's putting it up tomorrow. Not only that, but he tried. He did try to get out Halloween specials out today. He that, did. That he did thing. a good job. One of the Halloween specials already went up. The Run Relit video. Oh, uh, you know, there's two. There should be one for Casino two? Quest and one for CG. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the the what is it? The Squid Games Roulette system. So I'm I'm doing the deep dive into craps. That's my thing. I'm going back to my roots. It's craps. The class. You know this. Alex is just literally everybody comes in here now and they're like, "Where's Alex, dude?" And then I'm the Kino guy. <laughs> I'm literally the Kino guy. Swear to God. I mean, like three people now. They come in here. By the way, huh? Jordan, for context, there was a comment literally like, oh, I saw Alex and yeah. the Kino guy. Yeah, the Kino guy. I've literally been delegated Alex to the Kino guy. Alex and the guy. Kino guy. That's a great name for like we a radio it. show. Listen, he, he went, Alex and the Kino he, he guy. He went from Dice Master to Kino guy. No, Dice Master. Demotion. I got demoted. Because you're not even crap. like the Kino wizard. You're no, just I'm just the guy guy. guy that hits the button, dude. Are you kidding me? You know what's cool is I went to Dottie's not too long ago. I had some. I've, I've been to Dottie's several times now, where where I've had fans come up and ask me, uh, you know what I mean? Like, holy crap, you're playing here? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm playing at Dottie's. That's. What, I mean, I'm exactly where I told you. I was like, right. Yeah. Uh, well, I won a thousand bucks the other day. Don't they have? Didn't you say they have a good Kino game there? Ninety. So yeah, I, I get it up to if I so basically they they improve the payback based on how much you know more you pay per per hand. Right. So the more you pay, I mean that's pretty much anywhere. You go to uh, station casinos, for example, and you up your you go from penny to two pennies, and you get a better payback. You know. So yeah. Right. Uh, so I mean, and that's that's really the the key they, with they, any slot casinos machine. just trying to get. Yeah. That they want that same money basically to keep the best game payback's running. on a dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? On a dollar or even higher, five dollar machines. I'm mean, you know. All right, ready? Uh, okay, best bets. So we got don't come. And this is assuming two times odds because, as you know, there's three, four, five times odds in the strip. Some places have 10 times, 20 times odds. Uh, but anyway, so here we have don't pass, don't come, pass line, place bets on the 6 and 8. As we know, that can be uh, – those are the easiest numbers to hit. Now, the buy and 10, buy on the 4 and 10 if you pay post. If it's an automatic buy, meaning you pay after you win. Right. right. If you pay before you win, not so much. And and this is basically, at least here in Vegas, basically every casino I've been to is a post vague, post pay post on pay. four and ten. Yeah. There are very few at, left at least now. twenty dollars, and most of them are even at ten dollars. Yeah, most are ten dollars. We'll pay nineteen bucks. Yeah, but yeah. even that. So the the buy on the four and ten, even at at ten bucks, the the house edge is three point three three. So yeah. even that is better than when you get to the place of the five and nine. Oh yeah, right. he's a he's a hater oh, on the five yeah. and nine. We're gonna get to that. That's why it's gonna be Jordan's place here. Yeah. All right, hold on to that. All right. So laying the four and ten, obviously laying the five and nine, and then at the very end of this, we get into placing the five and nine or laying the six or eight. Right. Obviously, because six or eight is gonna hit more often. Although I gotta tell you, man, I used to have a high limit player, and all he did was six hundred dollar, no six, no eight, uh, and then he would he would press them progressively. Uh, and we'll we'll go into that. And he would press them in 150 dollar increments on the uh, on the don'ts. Yeah, All right. If you're gonna lay, the best one to lay is the five or nine against comparing it to its, you know, the 
either the buy or the place, right? You want to the lay bed. the five or nine. Yeah, lay the five it, or nine. You actually improve your house edge by laying the five or nine. The other ones you don't. You don't, yeah. Uh, okay, the worst bets. Uh, regular place bet on the four and ten. Uh, okay, next slide, Sticky. The next, the there you go. Uh, okay, so you know, God forbid anyone places. I don't think there's a single casino left that won't won't move into a buy at some at some point. But clearly, just a place bet on the four and ten is not a good way. The hard ways, the six or eight hard ways, and the hard way four or ten. And let's just get this out of the way real quickly. I have a lot of fun betting the hard ways, but I just bet dollars. It's more for entertainment value. I'm not looking for the payback so much. The, the hard ways, when you compare that to the other prop bets because the other prop bets are a one roll bet right the hard ways it takes until that you either roll a seven or or the, easy or that number right? right so like for the 10 right there's only nine, so it only gets resolved once every four rolls so really you take that you know divide that 11.1 by four and that's right. the per roll so if you compare that two percent to the 16 percent of the any seven so of all the prop bets the hard ways are, is the, by far the best prop bet to make the, you've heard it here folks the hard ways are the best prop bets to but, make they're still horrible bets. They're still horrible bets. Uh, easy way hopping, obviously. Any craps. Horn bets. World bets is the worst one because it's got the seven, seven in it. Yep. Seven screws it over. Uh, and then a seven screws us all over, dude. That's the problem. If there was no seven, it screws you every way because if there was no seven, we'd be way ahead of the game. All right. Uh, is everybody get a will uh, a whirl of this one? Okay. Let's move on to uh, strategies. Okay. Right. I've broken it down into quite literally – there's really just three ways of betting that I've ever seen. Maybe a fourth way. So I have in four. Grinding the house edge. So you have people that literally will just grind the house edge. They're pass line. They're flat betters. They just mm -hmm. bet the pass line or they bet the don't pass. Uh, they they may take odds. The problem with the odds is you don't get rated for odds. So you don't get any you don't get any like rebates back, right? Right. So the you know the great thing about roulette, despite the fact that the Theo is higher, is that you you get comps right you know you can pay for your room you you sit on a roulette table for two hours dude playing just about anything right god forbid you on a triple zero you you paid you know you get free dinners you get free rooms i mean for a reason well yeah well i mean think about it i mean if you're playing roulette mm -hmm. it's like just playing the field every roll <laughs> yeah I know. How, how much money you're gonna lose pay, you know yeah and then at triple zero, it's, it's, it'd be like if they didn't pay you double on either one of them. Yeah, no, right? you're just getting so. screwed up. <laughs> but by the way, we have a huge roulette. Everyone's looking for the win. People love roulette, dude. Because well, uh, it's easy. It, it is easy, but it's a lot of work, man. You got to get but, up and but you got to move but, all your money he, around. But here's the thing. Literally, so on a, on a double zero roulette, yeah. everything has the same house edge. Right. Every bet, whether it's black, odd, even, betting an inside number, call them a dozen yeah. except for the just stay away from the 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 two zeros and the one two three street that five-way street yeah it has a seven percent house edge everything else has so whatever your strategy is it doesn't matter it all has yeah. a five percent house edge so go nuts go nuts yeah enjoy yourself but there you go <laughs> it, it, have like, fun when i'm watching your guys is real not to yeah it's like you guys rate them yeah it's like they're all basically going to be the same it's just a matter of the luck that happens on yeah, how Timmy spins his balls. How the ball gets spun. For yeah, that. how his balls get sort of put in play. Day, <laughs> which is the variance, which... Yeah, yeah. It takes a big set of balls on out. All right, ready? Really quickly. Yes. GSA says, thoughts on hedging the hardways when playing that don't come? Uh, interesting. So, uh, yeah, I mean, here that that's where it comes down to really sort of creating the strategy. So what he's saying is if you're out on the 10... Right. And you bet a hard 10 to sort of hedge your DC bet, your GP bet. 
So that way, if a hard way comes, you got your your bed. Also, oh, you mean or another way to look at it is say you had like a lay or something on the floor, and t like because I know there's that yeah. strategy too, like where somebody will take like the they'll do like the so, iron cross and then they'll so lay a four and have, ten. Let's say you have thirty dollars. To me, it's bad, and here's right. why: because yep. that that hard way ten isn't going to hit, and you're going to lose more money on a seven. You know, because instead of collecting a full your full payout on that seven, you got to replenish that for that hard way bet. That's right. That's going to hit more times than that hard way bet is going to hit. And so you're actually losing money. Overall, you know what? We, we actually track, we did a few different experiments here. Uh, very unscientific, by the way, with uh, Cybet Sam, you know, mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, he's a big fan. He was just out here and uh, he bets a lot of Cybets. And that, that's really the issue is like, we, we another, another guy used to bet a lot of Cybets is Edward. And uh, who used to be a regular here at Casino Quest. And interestingly, like, he, even when they finally get to a point where they can create some opportunity, they get a roll, they start making money, those side bets, those hedging bets, uh, like you talked about, like having to replenish those constantly. Right. So there was a point where he had he had come out of this roll and won like 1500 but he was in 1500 in side bets, sort of chasing this or hedging. Uh, so any anytime you bake a bet to hedge, you're you're taking away from your opportunity to win, and over time, you know this is where you know the house edge. This is where those bets take away from that. So if right. you have a thirty dollars six, I know that the the feeling is well. Let me put a three dollar hard six there, right? And so you know if a hard six rolls, I'm, I'm it, sort of a, breaking even. It's the same thing too. Like people like on the come out roll, people right. like to play the the C and E bet to hedge. Their, right, the crabs bet. Wow, we teach that here at, at uh, Kashinka, by the way. Right, but ultimately you're hedging a bet where you're two to one favorite, getting paid even money. So there's no there's no reason to hedge that to begin with. If you know the math. Secondly, you're gonna have to replenish that two, that two dollars isn't gonna pay you enough right. on the money you lose out. So right. over time, it's like a feel good bet. Yeah. Because you feel good, you're like, well, here I have. Uh, five dollars on the line. I have right. a dollar crab check, and at least that next roll, I can't lose. But but that next roll, you want to. It's gonna more win likely that, it's going to be a number though, so you lose that. No, you 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 automatically lose that if you roll any number. But if you roll the number, you don't lose your, your pass line bet. Pass line bet stays up. You only lose no, if you roll the two, three, or twelve. Two, three, or twelve, right? So you're you're you're, you're freaking out over four possible rolls of a dice. Yeah. See, that's good. No, instead that's, of, that's instead, why we're of, this instead show. of profiting over the wow. eight rolls of dice that you win. See, see, this is like the wake-up show for so, crap players. So take your profits, and if you roll a two or three or twelve, it sucks. But no, that's fantastic. Put your another, you replenish your bet out there and roll a seven. No, that's true. Uh, because a lot of it's built around perception, I think. Right? It is. It's all. It's one hundred percent of its perception. It's all because and, and if you go with the math, the math tells you to do yeah. it one way. And the and the casino loves it. And the, the casino builds the game around perception. Three-way sevens around for everybody. That's that's why. The, Let's get the, it. That's why the any seven is a. That's horrible why they, bet. That's why the big six and eight is a horrible bet. That's why the stick person, they really want you to like call it out. They want you to be a carnival person. I mean, right. they want you to be like, crap 11, C and E, Joe's, horn rolls, high lows. They want you to like advertise all those bets. Hardway, sir, how would you like a hardway? Crap right. check, you know? They, I mean, there's a lot of casinos that really want that. You know, you get that. Right. You know, sir, your hardway's down. Right. You know what Do I mean? Do you want to replenish your hardway? You need yeah. to replenish that because we got bills to pay. And we got no buffet. I'm still and bitter it, about the buffet thing. Dude. Well, Come on you now. are a coupon. So, I am a coupon. So I love that coupon. Hopefully my... Uh, Jesus, he's been watching way too long. 
<laughs> my uh, strategy will get you into. No, we love your strategy, by the way. We played it yesterday. We tried to test it yesterday, but of course, point seven out by both of them over and over and over. Oh again. no, no, no! Not only that, but I had, I had uh, a Ridiculous. couple nines and a couple fives, and all he would roll was nines and fives, man. Well, if you roll nines and fives, <laughs> that's the scary part. So it was a it was a Halloween. Uh, roll really because it got real scary. All right, well, here we go. Oh, uh, really quickly. Yes. Alan Toy asked, "Put bets versus place bets." Oh my God, you ready? Here's the thing with put bets. First of all, put bets a terrible bet. Uh, just uh, when we get to the house edge, not going through the come right. That's that's the that's the benefit. The only benefit of a come bet is the come itself. Yeah. So so a a, a flat put bet on a four and ten is the house edge is thirty three percent. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, f- uh, the flat on a five and nine is twenty percent, and the flat on a six and eight is nine. So, so here's. Yep. Ultimately, ahead. to get to where it's better than the place bets, you have to be. Uh, if you're at a three, four, five uh, casino, it's always better to do the puts. You got to get to twenty times. You got to average. You got to get to twenty times to get to the four and ten to work, and which right. is which is Samstown. Right. But even I can get. I can. The six and eight never work. Six, six you, and eight. Well, you know, you, you get to hundred. You got to get to hundred times. No, six and eight. It's it's quicker. It gets to about five or six times. But oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's and the other the, way. And the, five, and the five and nine is about five times. So it's the, about the, five times. times. That's right. right. Oh, but you need 20 times. I thought the four and ten, uh, the buy always, especially post-pay, you can never you never get past the... Uh, it's Well, there's one casino in all of Vegas that pays you 20 times odds. Samstown. Yeah. So so there's only one place to buy. <laughs> so here, here's the thing with the put bets. And by the way, there is a supervisor, a higher-level supervisor out there, okay, uh, who believes, who does not allow put bets. Right. On uh, at his casino, or when if he should see you playing, God forbid, it's amazing to me because uh, it's such a house edge for the casino. Like, why wouldn't a casino be like, "Hey, we're yeah. all put bets. All put bets are welcome here." Right. They love put bets because, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't, you you just can't get there. You need to be a Cromwell. The old Cromwell had a hundred times odds. That was right. the one place that where you saw the five dollars right. flat, thirty dollars, uh, with three thousand dollars odds. Right, but like. I mean, that's my, my big issue with playing the, even the pass and the, the don't is mm-hmm. if you're going to play full-time, like I play casinos that are all 10-time ten odds. Time if you're taking full odds, yeah. you're at $110 a number at the table minimum. Right. So you're you're looking at, Oof. you know. Quite the investment. Six, $700 a yeah. hand. So, so there, there's there's a couple basic rules, right? Before we get, we're going to go into strategies next. Here's a couple basic rules that, first off, one of my basic rules is come with the right bankroll, Right. You got to stay disciplined, and that means you you can't you can't go you can't get emotionally attached because it's really easy to go on tilt on a crap game, especially when you see a lot of point sevens in a row. The sevens get just scary. The next thing you know, um, the other thing is uh, if you're going to bet the pass, you have to be committed to the uh, creating sort of the the greatest opportunity. It's like if you belly up to a video poker machine, you don't pay five quarters, you can never get. You're never going to get paid well. Your, right. your payback is going to be ridiculous. You pay one quarter, and it's depressing if you should, God forbid, you hit a royal flush. Right. You know? Um, so, like, if, if you're betting the pass line, if your system says, hey, I'm going to bet the pass line, or you're going to do a two-point molly, three-point molly, something like this, and you're not betting max odds, don't bet two-point molly or because it, you're, you're, you're not creating the best value for your – I mean, in terms of that. Now – all that goes out the window if you're literally just there for entertainment purposes. If you've decided I'm going to pay this $100, I'm going to make my world bets, or I'm going to do something else, by all means. I mean, we are not against entertainment for entertainment's sake. Like, I I, I don't know where this ever came where it was like people come to Vegas just to have fun. And right. they like to play the way they like to play. And, you know, God bless you. you yeah, I mean? no, I mean, it's that, that 
the term I always heard as a kid was don't yuck my yum, right? Yeah. But like, just because you don't like something doesn't yeah. mean that... Because so, this... Yeah, if, you, if you're enjoying... If you enjoy that's it. Martin Galen, the, the, the Midnight, bet, yep. go for it. Or Aces or whatever, go for it. Yeah, just do your thing. Like, uh, I mean, I play Kino. A lot of Kino haters out there. Uh, you know, because I get done with dice. I do a full day of dice. I right. teach dice at the school. Then I come here and do dice. And we talk about dice. We got shows about dice. And then Kino. Just instead of unwind with Kino, unwind with Pygo. Uh, I used to unwind with Pygo when it was the San Remo. Then it was, you know, then there was Hooters and it was Oyo. Very confusing over there. I don't know. I don't well, even think so, I'm that's not, even sure you're not unwinding at Hooters, my friend. Yeah, I know. <laughs> San Remo was a lot of fun, dude. They had, they had the best Kino. Mirage, by the way, had some of the most uh, liberal uh, Pygo. Believe it or not, the, the rule set matters uh, in some places. So it can, you, sure. But we'll, we'll, that'll be a different show, though. Where to go for the best Pygo in town? But, All right. You ready? Uh, Get, that, yes. That rascal Merlin asks, they, they want to know when to know the house or dealers are cheating you. Oh. Well, listen, if, if, if you're not getting, let's just say, I mean, I, I wouldn't say cheating. Uh, there are some casinos that don't pay well, right? They don't have, um, you know, either... I God, I don't want to say that the strip strip odds are cheating. Like, if if you're gonna play, if you're looking at ultimate craps and you really break down systems, uh, going to a place that plays what we call downtown odds or better odds is the place to go. Right. If you have an iron cross system, for example, and you're not playing at a, a field bet that plays triple on one of the two or the twelve, you're kind of you know defeating yourself because there's still quite a few casinos who pay at least triple on one of them. Right. Uh, so like, uh, it, I mean, outside of uh, you know, craps the table games. There's no real cheating. I mean, you know, in my in my odds, triple zero seems like oof, God. You know, and and paying six to five for blackjack also is uh, a no win. So like you're cheating yourself at that point. The casino is saying here we're going to give you this game, right. and if you sit down on that game, that's kind of on you. Right. No, that, to me that's the point. Right. There's I think there's anything that the casino puts out in writing on the table. Yeah. And they tell you this is what we're paying out. Mm-hmm. It's up to the player to understand. Yeah, what that means, yeah. and uh, and to do their due diligence, yeah, and then on, and then, uh, and that even goes to your bet. So your strategies, you you should understand what it's going to get paid out at. So yeah. like, if you are getting short paid, you can address it immediately. Be like, hey, no, that's supposed to be, you know, yeah. you only paid me two sixty five. I'm supposed to get two, paid two seventy, uh, you know, or whatever it is, right? Like, yeah. So I mean, the other the other big part about playing dice specifically, I mean, I it's hard for us to go into. I have never known a casino knowingly to have cheated. I mean, in this day and age, you know, back when the mob brand things and, you know, did something. I mean, there um, you can buy, by the way, just so it, it's interesting, an interesting caveat to this. If you ever feel like you're being cheated, you can always call it in. The gaming commission actually, you know, if they get so many complaints, I'm not sure how that process works. But, you know, I know friends who have felt like they were cheated playing different slot machines or they were. You know what I mean? The, the last place I ever heard of where the slot machines became an, the slot machines themselves became an issue was a uh, there was a guy that was influencing the the Kino. Uh, uh, he was putting in this. Uh, he was a programmer, and he was programming into this chip uh, this set of numbers that his you know his family would play. He would tell them what numbers were, and then you know that's cheating, obviously. And the only other place is the poor Debbie Gibson uh, uh, Casino, or Debbie Reynolds Casino. And uh, I, I used to frequent there. Uh, I, I, me and my mother caught her show. And they pulled all her slot machines out of that casino. Otherwise, I would never have known that that was even an issue. But they were literally sitting outside of her place with a police line uh, around it. 
and I used to go up from the Riviera. So if my friend worked at the Riviera, and we used to take that convention center drive up there, uh, and we passed by, we're like, holy crap! And then we were able to find out that that was a thing. But I mean, I, I think we you, being educated on a crap game is important. There's there's two really big things that you need to be aware of. A, where the hell is your money? So when you look out there on the game, you know what your position is, and ask, ask, but where is my money on the layup? There, there's so many players who feel like you know they give up their money, they throw $100 or whatever into, into a crap table, right? And then they, they never ask a question. They just assume everything is fine. It's not always fine. Dealers are not perfect. And so maybe they put you in the wrong position or they're not in the position that you're used to. But ask, hey, where is my money? If you're betting, if you're betting place bets, your money should be in the same place every single time. And I can't tell you how often that gets confused. So if you get the six or eight people on the side, you know, it, it, it becomes real tight. It's a tight squeeze to get all those checks in place. And, so, and dealers will very often, you know, miss, uh, miss money. You know, uh, I was out there with Mel Crafts Hawaii. We were at the Strat. We had a dealer there. You know, we love the Strat. But, you know, the dealer, you know, they don't get that kind of, they don't get that Hawaiian action very often where you have a lot of people pressing, very aggressive types of bets that are going on. And so, you know, we had a dealer that was being a little bit overwhelmed and was losing track of, of Mel's bets. And Mel's not the most, you know, so Mel is technically, you know, a really good player. You right. know, he understands the bet. And this, this dealer was having difficulty following Mel's bets. And there was a couple of cases where Mel's bets kind of got lost. And we had to ask, hey, what's going on with this bet? And uh, that happened. So it's important to know where your money is in the layout and also what your bets pay. So if you're going to play a system, Especially, or if you go press, power press, any of these systems that create opportunity, you should know what these bets pay. I always recommend to players, especially if you're, well, new or older, is announce the amount. Tell the dealer, listen, I want to take my bet from 18 to 42. Here is X amount of dollars. Don't let them always figure it out for you because a lot of them just don't figure it out, especially if you have something like this. Like, you know, tell them. You don't need to prompt them as to what it pays. They really should be able to figure that out themselves or work with their supervisor because ultimately they have to pay the bet. So you don't want to get ahead of that. But when it, it doesn't it doesn't hurt for you to kind of help them out and say, listen, I want my bet to go to this amount. Because a lot of, a lot, you know, crap dealers, and I know a lot of you guys that are out there playing craps, guys and girls, you've run into this many times where a dealer just cannot service your strategy or can't service your bet for whatever reason. Right. As long as they're not being rude, give them a chance. You know what I mean? Slow it down. There's no need to be, you know, hostile, obviously. Um, but, you know, there's a point where some dealers will get so frustrated. Uh, this dealer was so frustrated. It was locking up money. Literally, money just disappeared. We, we had, uh, the both of us, at one point, we were trying to figure out where the hell it was just gone. Um, he, you know, because so interestingly, a, a lot of dealers that go through the school, I, we always we talk about one of the, one of the mechanics of being a dealer is having what's called clean hands, being able to release the checks, let them go, and having a habit of always going out with the money that you need. Because uh, a lot of times dealers will just take from their working stacks, they'll go out and work bets with working stacks, and the next thing you know, money gets lost, or vice versa, they start picking up money from place bets, and that it just disappears. Your the, the brain disconnects. It happens to all dealers there's just a lot in that crap you you know imagine being a crap dealer it's not just your bets it's everybody's at the table you met and when the when the game gets wild like for example when you have you know hawaii crap shooters and crafts hawaii and you have all these people who are really you know playing at sort of a higher level it can be confusing quick well yeah i mean you start out the like the hawaii 5-0 strategy and now yeah. you're, you're pressing and it's like 
yeah. you get up to, you know, I mean, you can throw out a number and be like, okay, what does, you know. Yeah. Even, even your bet, before a dealer gets, and we're going to go, we're going to get yeah. to Jordan's bet. Well, it, it, it takes a minute for a dealer to get to know what your bets so, are, and then it's easy. It, and then even, so, like, one, and then when you collect after two or three hits to make sure that you've, you know, that they've set up your bets correctly and that you've gotten the money out. Right. You have to understand what you need to receive right. back. Yeah, you should look at what your change is and yeah. know what you're going to have because that'll Cause, be wrong, I'm Yeah, because sure. if you regress right. and they give you 200 bucks, you didn't win 200 bucks on that last hit, but, you know, you're regressing yeah. all your... But So you don't know if that's right, you know? Yeah, no. So... 100%. All right, so... But I, that's on you to, to know. That's it. you know, the dealer's just human. They're going to yeah. make mistakes. I mean, all and, of us would if we sat at a, you know, had to deal craps for eight hours a day. No, 100%. That's why. No, the math is tough. That's why I got to do colors and units, colors and units. Anyways, my my latest class that is going out tomorrow is all about colors and units. I start getting into the nitty-gritty of colors and units. For those of you out there who are actual crap dealers and you're looking at scale, we are going to have a Dice Master course here in the next couple of weeks. We've got a few people that are interested, so this will be like the third one of those. Uh, but scale is big, you know, getting to scale, and it's it's very important to stick with colors and units. All right, let's move on to the strategies uh, session. Really quickly, color up. Yep. Ask color up. Is there a rare, is it rare for crapless crap tables to accept direct lays? I don't do crapless craps. I've never played crapless craps. In my never, life. never. I know. Good question, buddy. We'll answer that on the next follow up. <laughs> We're gonna start teaching crapless crafts, Believe it or not. Um, I, I would say this: uh, it's a lot. You got to lay a lot to win a little. That, I got to imagine those that, the house why, edges through the roof. Well, I mean, it, it's all going to depend on what they pay on the two and the twelve. You know, it happens. Yeah, it should well, pay. It should pay six. If if they're being uh, right, they should just do six to one minus a five percent vic. Just make them all buy bets, and then it becomes really easy, right? You get paid true odds minus a five percent. So. Let's just say that crapless craps is now becoming a thing in a lot of casinos, and that's for a reason. Oh, exactly. 100%. Oh, I... Yeah, I did hit a point of two the other day. By the way, how you doing, Color Up? We get we get a lot of people uh, have started with uh, Color Up's channel. It's fantastic. I, I, well, I think I, I, think I, found, you did? I found you guys through yeah. Color Up originally. Man, yeah. you, have a lot of, you have a lot of fans that come in here, sir. Uh, we say good things, I promise. No, yeah. <laughs> we don't say good things. Um, Fantastic. That's a great question. You know what? One of these days, uh, maybe even soon, we're just going to do a crapless craps episode. Right. I got to, I got to sort of dig deep and start but dealing a little I, bit. I, I can see, obviously, if they're, if it's at, you know, if they continue the same buy bet, you know, and, and they four do, to ten the is nine to five. So yeah. if, if you keep getting, you know, the buy bets keep getting progressively worse as you go down right. the line, right? The four yeah. and ten is worse than the so than the five and nine. I mean, you I can imagine still... that, you know, yeah, you get out to the two. It's going to be horrible and so if that's you know they're yeah. hoping that you stay at the ten dollar five dollar level because if you don't you're going to be betting a couple hundred bucks across mm -hmm. just to win and sure you you know in your head you're like well i only have six ways to lose i'm going to yep. win and then you know i know that uh bob stupak is very excited he's no longer with us uh but i have to believe that he was easily one of the most gimmicky casinos ever and the fact that you know his game has has you know gained so much muster. I mean, everybody used to th think it was a big joke. Uh, crap was crap. Right. The only place in town that had it was the Stratosphere, now the Strat, and Little Caesars back in the day. And uh, boy, he got the last laugh, didn't he? Which I mean, is now where you were working, apparently. Little yeah. Caesars. <laughs> Little Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> Not the pizza, by the way. Imagine that. Crap, crap. There was a casino called Little Caesars. Uh, it's about where Paris is. It used to be a strip mall there. There were two little dive casinos on both ends of that. 
Little Caesars was famous for the bookie. They had Crapples Craps because Bob Stupak gave it to them. He, he delivered the game to them along with a car. He won this big fat bet. It was a bird game too for the longest time. In fact, it was always a bird game because again, no one took it all that seriously. Uh, but now it's becoming more and more popular. The Strat, I think the Strat hit it out of the park, made it more popular. I think there, there's two Crapples Craps games. Only one, only one regular craps table besides the uh, Roll to Win, the, the electronic really? one. Yeah, there's two. I, I believe they have two crapless craps because uh, they're having a tournament in uh, December and we're loaning them at one of our tables. Uh, tables are so, yeah, tables are so hard to come by. It's unbelievable. Maybe I should loan them my table. I know. So they're, yeah, well, you know, we're kind of, it's a gimme, dude. They're not making any money. We're not making any money on that. Uh, we're hoping they clean up the flipping table. It's one of the tables we have at the school. And uh, that's the thing. Hopefully, uh, they get a new layout out of it. But yeah, we got to start teaching it because more and more casinos are, are incorporating, uh, yeah. you know, crabless crabs thanks what, to Vegas World. When's the next live uh, bet at the Strat coming up? Yeah, so uh, we sh we could probably announce we're also going to be filming at another casino. Uh, right now, we don't have anything on the table for this Strat, but we're going to be uh, playing some slots. We're working on the uh, slot venue. So I'm a big 20-card Kino player, which is, is one of the games Strat really doesn't have, although they have at a higher limit. Uh, so we're going to be playing a little bit at the Santa Fe up and coming. Uh, Santa Fe uh, Casino. Uh, we have quite a few friends out there. It used to be a real popular destination of mine. And we're looking at playing some tables there too, so we're going to start diversifying a little bit. Because I was just going to say, the next time we go, we could... Play some crapless craps. Crapless craps and yeah, do work some out math the odds, on it. Do some math. Know. Work out the math. You sit and there with like a notebook... I, you know can do it, I, mean? I can do it pretty fast. No, so. I'm sure you could, sir. That's why we have you here, because uh, Dave is not the math guy. Whoa! couple of things. Back to Nipley. I oh mean, uh, Dennis. A <laughs> couple of things. Yeah. Skill and Luck says, does David recommend laying the 12 on the crapless crap table? Yeah, no. I would never lay... Yeah, no. I don't I, I don't see that as being... See, my problem with crapless craps is, first of all, is way too many numbers. Most of us don't have a bankroll to support that kind of action. Uh, because if I'm going to do triple lux, I'm going to go 96 across, and obviously for crapples craps, 96 doesn't cut it. If I'm at the $15 unit, even at a nickel unit, my investment is much higher. You know, there I, I have heard this. Interestingly enough, uh, me and Alex both know of a guy uh, who was uh, he was he called himself the extreme place better, and he would bet the two, three, eleven, and twelve as place bets and nothing else. He would power press and regress just those. And he was cleaning house for a while. Well, it all depends on what the, like I said, if the payouts are, are, are true, like yeah. buy bets, yep. you know, paying Same the true odds minus the 5%, those, yep. those are probably low house edge bets. But if they're more like the place bets, yeah. then they're going to be horrible. So what do you, what it, do you it think, Will? Uh, and then lay bets, I I mean, I'm sure it's it, it's all going to depend on what the pay. I have never, I've never seen a crapless there, craps table, so I don't know. If, 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 is there really demand? Because I, I will do uh, crapless craps two Sundays next Sunday. Just so, uh, what, what's this Sunday? Next Sunday, we're going to be in. We're going to, we're going to be um, sort of streaming live. Might be some technical issues, but uh, in case you haven't heard, which you heard now, I have been hired uh, by a trade show to deal dice on a 14-foot table. And, uh, yeah, they're bringing me out to Florida. I'm going to be in Orlando, Florida, uh, dealing dice. And uh, so we're going to we're gonna stream it and vlog it. And, uh, yeah, yeah, pay, pay, pay. This is the thing. Like, if you ever thought that, it, that dice uh, wasn't a uh, sexy-ass career, it really is, dude. A lot of opportunity. I've dealt on a cruise ship. That would be fun. Uh, I've dealt on – well, I wouldn't – no, that's not true. Not a cruise ship. I don't know why I said cruise ship. A yacht, a really large yacht. 
Uh, same thing, I guess, right? Well, no, pro- Close. But more, but private, right? Private. Yep. Yeah. It was so a private boat. So that would boat. be fun. Doing Eight. it like on a charity boat. Yeah. Chair. Everybody started with fifty thousand, dude. Oof. Uh, but it was, uh, it was nice. So I, I've dealt some some private games. Uh, I had to. Um, yeah, we won't go into some of the private, but you know, it's interesting. It craps offers a lots of opportunity, dude. Everybody that walks in the school, if you are planning on being a dealer, learn dice. At some point, maybe not at first. You can learn the other games a little easier, but dice is big. Dice, dice keeps you employed. Dice, uh, dice gets you to the next level. It really does. Well, it's the best game. That is the best game. All right, well, let's do this. You ready? Let's go to the slide. Well, Any more questions? Two, or? two, two more questions. Oh my God! By color. Wow. Back well, to one nipples. is a statement. Huh? Uh, color up says. I think Bob's uh, pattern ran out and why everyone's adding crapless now. Looking forward to future collabs with TEG. Yep. Can and we- he also asked Strat allows lay bets and confirmed there. So have you anyone other casinos that don't allow it? Lay bets? You can't not crapless allow. crapless craps. Oh, uh, crapless craps? No. If, if it's the game, it's the game. I mean, uh, well, I know that they take lays on behind all the numbers. I know that's a fact. I mean, when we've we played crapless craps a few times. Uh, it's just not something that I've dealt personally. I've, I haven't yeah. been a, a crapless crap dealer. They just now are really starting to, but but we'll dig into it. Uh, and yeah, we still got to teach. Uh, so color up. We're gonna continue the series. We're teaching him how to deal. We're gonna make him a fantastic dealer. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. What else we got? Anything else? You can move on to the next. I can move slide. on. Every time you go back to you, I'm just like my eyes are just. Com- Drawn, drawn to the the nipple ring. I mean, the, the idea of a nipple ring. Well, I'm thinking it, like, my God, man. Anyways, so what is harder, the corner of a dice? Oh God, sticky or sticky's nipple? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, look at those abs, dude. It's ridiculous. By the way, we've been getting him in shape. We have a, yeah. a workout that's coming your way. A proprioceptive workout. That's my other passion. Is uh, quite literally stability, proprioception. Um, anyways, we're gonna be sharing that soon. But I don't. We, I don't think we've really discussed all the strategies, right? We've no, no. One and then no, we haven't even gotten diverged. to that. Everyone's, yeah, we've diverged. It's been like, you know, which is which they, is sort of David's time. Sunday with David. Yeah, Sunday with David, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, here's a, here's a basic strategy. Can we get to the strategy page? To pull, can we pull this up? Uh, Just keep talking. I'll pull it up. You ready? Okay, so here it is. There's There's four ways to go, okay? There's you grind the house edge. You do blended or hedge systems. I put those both in the same category because both of those take away for your opportunity to, to win. Then you have base opportunity. And then so you have opportunity systems, and then I call them hyper-aggressive, bigger, bigger opportunity systems, right? But, but, but those are sort of the same. So it, when I, as a crap dealer, when I look at how people are playing, they're either, they're either grinding, uh, they're either grinding the game, they're playing some kind of opportunity, or they're just literally super aggressive. Those are right. sort of the three ways that I see. And then there's sort of, you know, there's some there's people in the middle. Okay, you ready? So I got just Good. just to go back. Yep. So what would you if you played like a progressive like three hit and regress? Just like say so you that's come, an opportunity you, you, system. You come out heavy yeah. for a couple of hits, and then you regress down to like a. That's an opportunity. Or yeah, that's an opportunity system. Yeah. It's not hyper aggressive, but it's not. That's why I put the aggressive. Uh, because that, well, well, so here, here's the grinding the house edge, right? Here are the basic systems for grinding the house edge. You got three point molly or two point molly or one point molly, you know, something like this. You have an iron cross, five hits and down. Uh, because there's, as you guys know, those of you who follow dice, there's a few channels. There's one channel very specifically, and there's even a book out there. Basically, it's the five roll and exit strategy. You know, right. place bits inside, something like this, or an iron cross system, five rolls and out. That way, you stay away from the dreaded. 
seven out, the statistical, uh, you know, yeah. the seven out. And then you have, of course, the don't pass flat better, which everybody hates, every dealer hates, every player hates. The guy that just sits there on the don't pass, brooding right next to the dealer. As a as a crap dealer, this was the one guy that would drive me insane, quite literally. I mean, no lays, nothing, just bored to tears. Guy betting the don't pass, but that's the that could be the pro or what he calls a pro, the guy that's sitting there trying to grind a hundred dollars out of the game and then walks. All right. So what are the opportunity systems? Because like no one cares about the grinding systems because right. those are pretty much stat. You know, if you're if you're playing three point Molly, here's what I'll tell you: if you're playing three point Molly, Iron Cross, five hits and down, or any of these other types of systems, um, yeah, there's no opportunity. You can't ever win. The game well, will eventually just yeah, grind you out. I mean, the Iron Cross for sure. Uh, three point. So on the Molly systems or you know pass line systems, I know I. I played an unlimited. You know, I, I didn't stop at three points. I went yeah all over the to GVR. Yeah, but that's I would find a table that's you've got to bet ten times. You've mm-hmm. got to get to the table with high odds and just get lucky. Because I, I, I get I, lucky. I, yeah, I walked that's with it. five grand out of the GVR. I uh, playing. I, I have been doing this odds, but. since 1991, <laughs> and I I'm always asked like who cashes out, who takes. The thing is, is most of these systems that people play, they're just a grind. Even right. if you get lucky one day and you win 500 bucks or whatever whatever your bankroll allows you to win, you can never get to the point where you can cash out, where you're going to have that score and cash out. That's where you have to create opportunity, which means you're not betting props, you know, unless you want to throw a few hardways because we love the hardways, you know what I mean, just for fun. Okay, just for fun. And for all dice setters out there, we can all control the dice and hit those unless, hardways, right? Unless, unless you can hit the hardways. All right. Well, Go ahead. No, I'm just uh, making jokes. But. So, <laughs> poor guy. Um, all right. So here, let's get to opportunity. Opportunity, and and I think ninety nine point nine percent of the people out there who uh, opportunity. The first opportunity starts with place bets, uh, because we have what do we have on place bets? And this is one of those. I was going to include this: the return on investment. Right. You know, the, I mean, this is how you create opportunity: the return on investment. For every combat that you need two numbers, you only need one number. So while you know, again, it's all about, if you're gonna get lucky, this is the kinds of systems that when you do get lucky, you have an opportunity to win. Right. You know what I mean? All right, so we got place bets across, obviously. We have place bets where we press collect. Those of you out there that are same betting on place bets, it's a bit of a grind, right? It's a bit of a grind system. You can't you can't well, get out of the yeah, system. Yeah, I would say that anytime you're same betting, it's a grind, because you've got to, to hit six numbers, you've got to win five times to get get out that's it and 1.7 will set you back to the point where the grind yeah. is just you know uh okay the uh tower press so i i include this only for if you look at it from so the tower press system is pushing all your wins into the six and eight and then collect and go or power press and go i call it a tower press system it's by the way as a dealer it's one of the one of the systems that i find pretty exciting to deal to because i've 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 dealt to a few people that have played this type of progression so think of it you're building a tower so you go across but the numbers every time a number hits on the outside you press the inside the six and eight and then you go and collect on those you power press collect on those you follow yeah so let's say you don't have the five and eight but it's still an opportunity system it's a fairly aggressive opportunity system yeah because six and, and eight is and in a general sense the the Six and eight is a better has a lower house edge than the four and ten, so it would be fine. Yeah, see, I math approved. Not do it off. I wouldn't press the five and nine. We're gonna get to Jordan's place at the end. That's it. It's here, buddy. All right, ready? Yep. The Iron Cross reinvest. So there's a few systems 
So let's say forty dollars. Uh, five. Let's say forty dollars. Let's break this down real basic. This is what I've allowed for here, right? You have thirty-four dollars, five, six, and eight, six dollars in the field. So every time, every time the field hits, you can reinvest it into the six and eight or five and the inside numbers and keep building throughout those five rolls instead of same betting the five rolls and just grinding out plus two, plus five, whatever it is you're grinding out on Iron Cross. So this allows you to build, create some opportunity. So it's a, it's like a. a a pseudo iron cross. Yeah, it's more of a all or nothing. Because if, if you get whacked, if you get point seven, well, it's like anything else, dude. No, if you but get if, if you're it, not in point seven, but like on that fourth For, roll, fourth roll, yes. You get roll the seven. You're you make zero money on your system versus. That's true. All yeah, right, ready. Yeah, but uh, but at least it creates some opportunity. It, it does, There's a it, way to make the iron cross more productive. Sure. Uh, okay, ready? Double tap, which is one of the systems that I've worked on. It's not my system, by the way. It's a system I've seen work out very well. Inside numbers, because 22 inside, those are the most, although we're going to get to why not to bet the 5-9 in a second. We're going to get to Jordan's place. Uh, but it's an inside system. You power press the first hit, and then you regress on the second hit, or you can you can, you can can press two numbers and regress, so it's a way to get out and then create opportunity for yourself. All right. Next, we go to Jordan's place. And by the way, I this is really a genius system, and not just because you're sitting here. We, we've actually played it out here a few times. It's worked out really well a few times. Right. I've played it a little differently in the sense that, you know, so you keep regressing, whereas I just, once I once I make the money, I, I will just take it up. Uh, yeah, well, and it's fine. I, again, the... Well, here let's let's explain what it how you bet. Okay, right. So the bet is it's a hundred. He bets a hundred. Now you could do it at different units, obviously. But this bet it's a hundred and thirty-two dollars. It's thirty dollars each on the four and ten. Thirty-six dollars each on the six and eight. It's no five and nine. Jordan hates the five and nine. Why do you hate the five and nine, sir? Well, so the five and nine, the house edge is four percent. Right. The house edge in general on the six and the four and ten is one sixty-seven. I see a lot of forty-four inside. I see a lot of we're going to bet inside numbers, mm -hmm. and those yeah. those strategies just drive me nuts because the five and nine are there. And it's like you can Every literally time. move the five to the four, four. The difference between a twenty dollar the house edge on a twenty dollar uh, five and nine and twenty dollar four and ten is more than the difference between if you're playing blackjack and you go from a three to two blackjack to an even money blackjack, not even to a six to five, but to a complete even, even money. Even money, play. yeah. So it's a, it's horrible. it's substantial. And the, the way that I came up with, you, you talked about mm -hmm. different increments. The, the reason I came up with 30 on the 4 and 10 is you play that at casinos that allow that at $1. At $1. Dollar, dollar they big. don't charge you two. So the vit, so your house edge at 132 if they charge you a, a dollar on 30 on the 4 and 10, is 1.11 on that bet. So it's by far the best you know, single flat bet you can make on the craps table. Wow. And then the other, the only other increments I would play it at is at twenty five, because at twenty five again they, they just charge you a dollar at twenty five, and that's a one thirty three house. Edge yeah, everywhere it charges you just a dollar, as far as I know. So, and then and then the strategy is, so you when you hit, you then double. If you hit a four, say the first rolls are either a four or a ten, you then double, double the the four and ten. I've actually changed this a little bit. So on the thirty dollar variant, I'll actually go up to seventy dollars. Oh it, really? Yeah, because it'll drop the house edge again. Because you still. You, Oh. You still play. You still get charged at sixty dollars or seventy dollars. They're still the same big. Wow. So you can you can. They're gonna charge you three bucks. Yeah, we'll charge you three bucks on seventy dollars. Wow. Very good. Uh, we have explained in the very next video we have coming out. What on Casino Quest, Sticky? Which one? On Casino Quest. Uh, what are we talking about? 
on the uh, his system. We explained his system. Uh, I believe it's on Casino Quest. Uh, it will be. But, but Halloween, you know, we didn't today, get any hands. But, we didn't get any hands, but I did break down the system right, so you can see it. Right, and then the other, the other the way six to play and it eight. Is, that, is $25, and then you double the 50 because 25 and 50 have the same house edge. Okay, so and, and then if the six or eight hits, he throws in $24 if either one of those numbers hits, and it goes to $102. Right. Which pays 119. Right. So then, what happens if the number hits again? He re regresses to the original bet. Right. And you just keep doing that over and over again. Over and over. Yeah, because over time, over time, if you keep, if you doing your system, yeah. if you keep power pressing, you're going to lose money over time because you're going to leave money out on the table. Until that one time when you get exactly. You know what I mean? So again, there's each person has their own individual, and you can play it that way. Yeah. For sure. I just yep. think that if I, I play it as if I'm gonna, because I like to, I like to play craps, so I play quite a bit. Yeah. So, for every one time that you hit big, yeah. you lose three or four times. You, you leave yeah. out a couple hundred bucks out on the table that could have been in your pocket. Is your rent paid this month, sir? I just want to know how often you play craps. Yeah, I, <laughs> rent's paid. Well, there's a reason I have my own craps table in my house now. Yeah, so. no, <laughs> that works out nice. Uh, I got a few craps tables, thank God, too. Uh, all right, so. Um, what Real else you got question. there? Yes. Skill and Luck asks, does Dave know of the hedgeless horseman strategy? No. I, I saw that There's a. I saw that on YouTube really? earlier today. Yeah. Hedgeless horseman? Really? Yeah. Just, I didn't watch the whole video. I just saw I, I saw the title of it. Okay. I'll check it out, though. Yeah, we'll definitely check that one out. Yeah, I try to keep up. Uh, I haven't been making the tours recently. Uh, We've my, been my really favorite, busy. My favorite strategies are uh, Craps Away. Yeah. Uh, Mel is uh, I love and not because I believe is he is uh, like the best strategies I love the way that you know those bets work well he, as a he has he has he has, he's they just have really aggressive strategies that, yeah love it that are fun to, to play yeah. when you're winning they're fun to play and win and, and, and they're fun to deal yeah uh, and, you, and they're fun and they make when you're at the table with them I'm sure it's a lot of fun no and they're rolling if they're rolling yeah I, what's really a lot of fun now that I've been able to play with Mel a couple times is the dealers most dealers have difficulty navigating his bets. You would think that, you know what I mean? Because they, I—that's how the game has evolved, really. Right. Uh, I, I think we're—I think we're adding to the game's evolution. To be honest with you, I, in the sense that, you know, for a while there, back in the day when it was bird games and dollar games, people would crowd around a table because you only needed twenty dollars to buy in or five dollars right. to buy in. That was a stack of birds. So you had eight people aside all day long, especially when you were breaking in. Nowadays, $5 games, $10, $15 games, you can go up to a table that's like two people, three people. You don't right. get a lot of these full tables. Plus, you don't have the diversity of bets because no one can afford diversity of bets. Like, who's betting 96 across that often, right? right. You're, what you're seeing is, you're, you know, pass line, double odds. And this is why the, the win has been so high. But when I was a dealer, you had diversity of bets because, you know, $100 buy-in, you could have, you know, there's a lot of different action that could, that could right. allow for, right? Whereas now it's like... You can do. You can't even do 110 inside, sir. You just screwed. Okay, here's $25 a line, $25 a field, double odds. That's it. You're done. Out. 100 bucks. $25 minute. I mean, I don't know. 110 sounds pretty good. You just put 25 on the four and 10, and then 30 on the six and well, eight. Well, what if you only have 100 dollars, dude? Well, if you only have 100 dollars, <laughs> you're just screwed. Yeah, uh, I would probably just bet the six and eight is what i would do you know 100 percent short money just go to the six and eight i tell everybody if all like, you can like, do is bet like even if i eight. if i can just afford 44 in if my odds are 44 inside yep. I, would, I would go 48 i'd do 24 each on the six and eight yep. instead of 44 inside for 50 bucks yeah no 100 percent. and by the way if i have a 50 dollars, if if i'm if I, I can go in quarters you do a 25 dollars each on the six and eight if they hit you go right to 54 
uh, you get to the the right bet, the very you know right. the very first hit. So I've seen that quite a bit. Uh, quite a few people do that. All right. Quick side uh, note: you yes. should remind everyone of the giveaway and the like goal. Yep, 120 likes. You get one of these uh, prints that Mar has done. One of these uh, flush prints. You don't get the frame. You have your own frame. Uh, <laughs> you get a. You get a. Yeah. Show them your abs a few times. That'll get the likes going. Just uh, just switch to the. Uh, yeah, what do you want me to just stand up and like show my? I mean, abs? literally, you can show the whole outfit. Inquiring minds will use that. That'll uh, be the thumbnail, dude. You, I mean, he's got the girdle and everything, dude. He's, I do, he's, I do he's have full the girdle. Mask. I mean, I, he's full girdle. The, Look at that. The girdle. He's got. We we went. He's got uh, the armbands. He even he even has the. Uh, what do you call those on the feet? Leg guards. He's got the leg guards. If you, yeah, look. Oh God, look at this. He's a Roman soldier. Yeah. <laughs> You're the oh my God. We've just added uh, ten more twelve-year-old girls to the uh, podcast. Thank you for joining. Uh, the calendar is coming shortly. Eighteen-year-old girls. Eighteen-year-old girls. My bad. My bad. Keep them uh, yes, please, please. Eighteen. Eighteen-year-old yeah. <laughs> girls. Uh, yeah. Back to our normally scheduled show. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, you get one of the. Everyone's gonna want. We've already sold. We just put these in this morning. We already sold uh, one with the frame. Uh, they really do look fantastic. It's they got are cool. all this glare. Uh, but Mar did these. Uh, she's so she's wonderful. We Kay. love Mar. Well, uh, is that the only size they come in? Well, we can make them bigger. Uh, we're thinking about making them bigger, but uh, right now we have eight by eights. These are eight by eight, by the way. Uh, nice. Uh, so we get a lot of tourists, and they want stuff for their luggage yeah you know what i mean that's always been like the biggest caveat to everything if it doesn't fit in the luggage like some of the slot glass we sell you know it doesn't doesn't squeeze into the luggage so well sure uh so yeah anyways we uh we've been offered a lot we have these really big 20 inch by tw by the way that sign we have these signs for sale but well, that's not it's not up there yet but we'll, but no we'll shipping. put them up. we're not yeah. well we have them available in the boxes we, we, could uh, ship we don't them. have it up there we can do yeah we can ship them actually yeah. I'll, I'll have it up tomorrow like We'll huh? Like the picture of the strat that's over there. Which one? This uh, oh, against the wall over there. You see the picture of the strat. Yeah. Something like that big. Yeah, like the slot glass that big. Yeah, no, those don't fit in the suitcase. But this might no, this we can ship. These everyone asks us about that. We finally got these in, dude, by a fantastic vendor, dude. All right, all right, ready? Let's go on to uh, the all-out strategies. Ready? All out. Here's the all-out strategies. The strategies. The cash caching strategies and there's more of those on Mel's channel craps away but i should just i should just literally put craps so see craps away for more strategies and uh, see craps hawaii and on, hawaii crap shooters and hawaii crap shooters yeah uh all right ready so so the two two most popular two most successful systems i've ever seen where people have cashed out ridiculous sums of money is a triple luck system, which I got from Ho a Hawaiian many years ago. Uh, super aggressive. By the way, he wouldn't take a bet until table limit, $1,000 table limit, though. Uh, not 5000 but he wouldn't take a bet until $1,000. He was in 500 bucks and power pressed it to 1000 Whatever number he was able to take a bet on, he would either walk or, you know what I mean? He would he got paid. The other one that I've seen a guy do really well at is the power lay on the 6 and 8. So his system was, it's a really basic he would uh, lay the six and eight for six hundred dollars a pop, and then um, every payoff he would go up and uh, buy one hundred and fifty. Uh, so if he got paid on one or two, whatever the case, he goes up one hundred fifty on both, or just one hundred fifty on one. And if he if he lost one, he would reset them both. 
You know what I mean? He would go back to the lay. It was he was sometimes he was quite the handful, believe it or not. But he was a he was a high limit player, and that's all he did. And there were days where a table went cold, and he would uh, he'd be he'd be up thirty forty thousand dollars easy. Uh, you know, seven seven seven. A guy rolls five sevens in a roll. A guy's got out. You know, he's got money. He's doing nice. Right. So those are those are the two most successful systems I've ever seen. The, the The very first one that was done with the I call it my triple ox because I want to get paid and get out a little bit. Uh, but but I literally had a guy at the Gold Coast that went right the table limit and walked with just a ridiculous amount of money on an hour and forty minute hand. Right. And it was just unbelievable. Was, uh, I I never I at that point in my career I had never seen anything like it. But those are the kinds of systems where. You know, you know who you know who plays like this. Who I've seen uh, recently is uh, Chef. Uh, what's what's his Chef name? Chef Dice. Chef Dice. Yes, on Hawaii Crab Shooters. He's wow. He puts a lot of money in play, yeah. and uh, he really goes for it. I mean, he will just take it and, and go for it. So it's uh, it's impressive to see that. I was, kind like, of stuff. I was Dennis was showing me what he plans on doing for his birthday. Oh, really? The other day. Yeah. And uh, I told him, you know, if he's got ten thousand dollars, he ought to just play nine nine sixty across. He's yeah. got ten shooters. Ten shooters. And if just you're, go if you're for, going for content. Yeah. Yeah, for the content and the comps, dude. That'll buy your room. <laughs> Holy crap. That should get you a buffet. Look, huh? I, I would, but Timmy Timmy wants me to play all the games for the content. Uh, yeah, for the content. Can we go? Hey, why don't we just plan this for Halloween next year and just go in our uh, costumes, buddy? Huh? You just want me to go like this? I mean, Jesus, man! Oh my God! By well, the way, this is gonna be my Halloween costume for like the next ten years. Well, yeah, okay. you paid a hundred dollars for it. I mean, you kidding me? I paid a hundred dollars for this costume. Don't expect any other costumes for the rest of my life. This is what's gonna be used right to the end. Just so we're clear. Okay. Uh, I think that's that's basically. Let's just turn it over to our audience and ask any questions you guys might have about just about anything. Well, and we'll, uh, we'd be happy. Oh, go ahead. Really yes, quickly. Sir. Yep. Principal Skinner says the best crowd strategy is hit the ATS every time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we can't all be like uh, Principal Skinner though. Okay. Not all of us have that kind of skill set. Holy crap. I can't believe I was there for that. I always miss those rolls, dude. And what what sucks is that Alex ended up really big. So he was rolling winners, not place bets. Winner, winner, winner on the line. See, winner. That's I, I watch a lot. And speaking of color up, color, yeah. he's done a couple live shooting videos. Yeah. One a guy where rolls like forty something times, another one where he rolls like thirty something times. Right. And I like watching those videos and like playing a strategy. And it's weird that the guy that rolls forty times, most strategies you get paid out more. On the guy that rolls less than the guy that rolls more because he rolled so many winners and crap. Oh and yeah, stuff like that. So it's I missed out on the principal. I mean, I, I still won. What was into? I was down to my last. I was I was literally there. I was showed Mel. I had like three dollars left. I had everything in play. I had three dollars in my hand. Right. Uh, I was in my last. You know whatever it was, and he you know he just shot this hand from nowhere, dude. It was fantastic because the, uh, the first go around on that table really sucked ass. Point seven. It was basically point seven for like the first seven shooters. So like you know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> Got back to principal and uh, that that other guy, the bigger that that bigger Hawaiian crap shooter dude. He also shot a good hand. Followed up. He followed up principal Skinner's with a nice hand as well. So that. But between both of those, we got out. Uh, we literally ended up winning money, which was quite literally. Uh, pretty, pretty fantastic. All right, ready? All right. No tax on the green teas. That was the question. Um, a couple of things. Yes. So Toothpick Ted says, uh, Ooh. how long is Sticky's sword, quote unquote, with this costume? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's a plastic fake sword, to be honest with you. I think it's, uh, I don't think it has oh a lot God. of girth to it. Oh I think my it's, uh, God. Uh, anyway. <laughs> 
Toothpick Ted. Hey, also has Timmy's he seen in chat. My keys? I use his. Uh, look at this toothpick. Do you have no idea? I I have your I have your I actually use your lanyard on my Casino Quest keys. <laughs> I love it because I, I love it. It's a cotton. It's a really nice, uh, durable thing. And so yeah, toothpick. Yeah. Timmy's uh, in ahead. chat. He said, "Oh my God, this Timmy's is Sparta." Timmy's in the chat. T huh? huh? He said, "Oh working? my God, this is Sparta." I know it's a Sparta. Originally, I was slated to not have a shirt either, but we didn't want people to turn away. You know what I mean? You're the senator. We, we I'm the he's senator. A, I'm the, the fully clothed senator. Yeah, he's the soldier. There you go. That's what that is. Um, all right, what else do we got? Oh, uh, let's pit boss John ask. Ooh, pit Hi boss guys. John. Hello. If you're going to create a custom felt for Casino Fun Nights, would there be any bets that you would like to leave off that felt, overwhelming off? for newer players? Interesting. That's actually a really good question. So I think to make it easier, first of all, you shouldn't have the big six and eight because uh, a lot of casinos literally have, don't have that. Um, I, I wouldn't confuse. I wouldn't add a lot of the side bets, to be honest with you, because I think that confuses sort of the basics of the game. You know, once you understand the game, then you can get into like all tall, small, bonus bets, fire bets, those kinds of things. They could be a little bit tough to explain. Yeah, I'd leave off the fire bet. I'd probably leave in the all tall small though, just really? because. Well, if you're doing like a party or something, uh, they give someone something it, it, to yeah, shoot for. Yeah, and let them gamble. Yeah, and, you know. Isn't there isn't there another one where you get like thirty in a roll? What's that one? There's uh, there's, I know that in the Colorado, there's ride the line. Yeah, where, they, like they have, it. Uh, it's kind of like a mixture of the fire bet where yeah. you, it, you get paid off over so many different points that are rolled. I, I think Principal was telling us about a side bet the other day. No, Skinner. Uh, but uh, there, there's there's quite a few, dude. I mean, some of yeah. them suck. Some of them. But they, I would just stick with the regular, the maybe normal ATS prop bets and just ATS. And yeah, yeah. Uh, 100%. Quick side note. Thank you, Rascal Merlin. He sent me this big ass email. Oh with, really? Uh, basically, an idea itinerary for my birthday. Oh my god. Does it include what I think it's gonna include? Oh my god. Uh, it includes a lot actually. It's a yeah, really long sure, email. A long email. I mean, pull up the the felt the slide twenty one. Yeah. Here, let's see what's on what this. The, this the, the I would definitely get rid of the yeah. fire bets. I'd get rid I, of the any seven bet that's at the top. I also I don't know if I'd add the hopping bet. Like I would add the center, the main prop bets, but I wouldn't add like the individual prop bets. I would leave those off. I don't. I think that kind of convolutes it or confuses it. But the rest of this is is fine. Um, yeah. I no fire no, bets. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, I agree. If you're if you're doing it to teach people, I don't know anybody that's just learning the game that's going to throw out hot bets. Like, I want the four and three hopping, please. Yeah, the four like, three. Just, yeah, just that, you know, kind of yeah, enough to drill it down. To. By the way, uh, we are. I should just. I'm just going to throw this out there that uh, we are available for events, parties, groups. Uh, and private uh, events type of thing. So we, we have that up on the website now on CasinoQuest.biz. We have a whole page dedicated. If you're if you're interested in any of that information, you could uh, submit it, get some feedback from us. We'll let you know whether it's something we can do. Oh, wow, you were able to pull it up just like that. So there it is, private groups and concierge. Uh, I'm sure Dennis could be in uniform uh, or in his uh, Spartan outfit. That could be an optional, uh, you know what That's I mean? That's an expensive option, We can way. do a Roman, what do they call that? What did the Romans used to do in their little robes and stuff? Uh, they used to have those kinds of parties where they only wore togas. Toga parties is the correct answer. Not what was in my head. No, really? Oh, nope. God. Uh, sir, sir. Uh, yeah. So there it is. Yeah, so it has a form submission at the very bottom. And, um, yeah. 
and we go over a few different things like this a lot of opportunities all right what else is there anything other anything else crafts related because we're getting to the end of this fantastic this is really a good show dude i love this i had fun see those people who are all about the dice dude this is this is what dice is all about 100 uh, there is a couple questions color Ooh. up ask yes what is, what is your guess on the percentage of dark side players uh, I would say in general, maybe 10%. I mean, uh, I mean, 10%. I mean, over my time dealing dice, uh, you would go whole days without seeing a single person bet the don'ts. And then you might see the thing about the don'ts is they're contagious, right? If you have somebody who bellies up, starts playing the don'ts, a lot of people that play dice don't know anything about the don't pass. They don't know how to bet it. They don't know what it pays. They don't know how lays work. They don't know how you can go behind the number or these kinds of things. See you. Bye. Thank you. Um, but uh, but if they see someone betting the don'ts, and, and it's someone that's friendly who's not sitting there brooding and upset or calling out or trying to be sarcastic, they'll ask. And the next thing you know, you got five people playing the don'ts. I've literally seen a whole family one time, you know, literally five people come up, learn the game from the past line perspective. Guy walks up, starts playing the don'ts. And next thing you know, they're all playing the don'ts, which. If you didn't already know, the DC bar, when it goes behind a number, is kind of small. It's not a lot of room, especially there's not room for six people. And it's uh, it can get a little crowded and a bit confusing. I had to sit there work it out with my, my boxman. Luckily, I had a boxman and be like, listen, dude. Uh, I had to move the DC sort of around the number because there's literally six people betting DC bets with lays. Because the guy was like, oh, yeah, you got to lay. And this was a $3 game, by the way. So, uh, you know what I mean? You didn't, it didn't take a whole lot, you know? Everybody was, uh, next thing you know, they're $5 players betting $3 lays and, you know, or $6 lays or whatever it was. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of checks in play, and there was no room. Yeah, I could see that becoming a problem. Oh, it's a huge problem. It's so easy to tempt somebody and be like, oh, betting the don't, you're betting for the seven. The seven's most likely number to yeah. happen, so hop on this bet. But, but I got to say, like, in general, I would say 10%. Uh, I mean, it's just not when you go to a casino and you learn dice. The casinos don't really educate you about the don't. Everything they talk about is two point molly. A standard casino lesson is quite literally two point molly. Uh, three casinos that I worked at, where I was literally part of that, you know, education table. It was always that's all they had like a fifteen minute spiel, pass line, the true odds, the field bet, and then come bets two point molly. You right. know, that's that was sort of the uh, the whole lesson. And then, uh, and then, please buy in and you know, play the field. Enjoy yourself. Right. Coupons are coming. Bet that any seven. It's a great bet. Any seven, three-way seven. Oof, and it looks so good because you never talk about the math. By the way, that was one of the. There was one casino specifically that I worked for. You were not allowed to talk about the math. That was the same casino who would let you go up as far as you wanted to and not move your four and ten place bets to a buy. Huh. I wonder why. Yeah, they were very specific. I mean, the, the the language they had when you were training people, you never talked about house edge or big or any of those types of things that were, you know, non gratis. All right, what else you got? You got more? Jason asks, what's yes. the best dispensary in Vegas? <laughs> I have no idea. Do you? Not best dispensary in Vegas? Wouldn't know. There's Planet 13 uh, pretty close by. And then what else? That's the biggest, right? That's considered the biggest. Oh, uh, I think the other one's called Reef. Reef? Yeah. Uh, the other one's called Reef. Uh, yeah, there's one across the street that people line up for, man. We see them, the lines, long-ass lines. I are, think are, there, I, are there any dispensaries on the Strip? No, there's not a single one on the Strip. In fact... Are they not allowed to be? Uh, I don't think... I just think licenses weren't given. There uh, is booths. Not, huh? Like, there are booths when you walk down. There are booths that sell 
Marijuana. Really? CBD? Yeah. Yes. Marijuana? No way. Yes. On the strip? Okay, well, because I know that there were a few casinos that originally were thinking about doing like this lounge where they could you could smoke the lounge at the casino. <clears throat> but the federal government said, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't a thing. All right, what else you got? I don't know. I think I think if you really want to suspect that they'll plant at 13, they're, they're basically, there's dispensaries everywhere now. Yeah, there's. Yeah. Dan Hemmer asks, mm. why don't people play the dark side? Doesn't the math say you should roll the seven? Dark, dark side's mm. better, but it's a, it's a social game. And being yeah. anti-social, I mean, you, you're going to, it sucks being the don't player and everyone's having fun except for you. Yeah. Or, and then the people that are playing the pass line don't like mm. you. And then, yeah, it just, it, for the, for the small improvement that you get from playing the don'ts, I don't think it's worth. Yeah. The house edge, by the way, is very small. Yeah. It, mean, the difference is, is five basis points. Yeah. So, so it's point it's 1.36 to 1.41. I mean, it's, it's negligible. Point zero five. So, like, um, I think, and, you know, there's a not, not a lot of ways to create opportunity on the don'ts, right? Yeah. It's not like place bets. Well, and you have to you have to bet more money to, to you know, like, if you start right. betting odds, you have to yep. lay more money to win less money. So the investment is higher. Yeah. So yeah. If, if, you have, if, you have, if, if you have a bad day, the variance of that day, mm. you, you could. Some of the wrecked. best shooters I've ever seen were uh, from the don'ts. Right. Yeah, fantastic. Especially people that are paying, are playing, you know, the pass line place bets, and then they get pissed off because the table gets chock, choppy. They move to the don'ts and then whack themselves, like, to right. finish themselves off. That's depressing. I know a few of us out there have experienced that. Like, holy crap, dude. If I could only roll all these numbers when I was on the pass line or the place bets, oof. Um, yeah, it's a social game. I mean, I think that's like the number one answer for the lack of uh, DP players because it can be a little depressing. Right. Back in the day in Vegas, dude, you, you didn't talk. If you were a DP player, you just sat there next to the dealer with your flat bet, and you didn't say a whole lot because people really hated you. That was like they would talk shit to you while you were playing. I mean, there were a few people I've known that have been quite – Quite harassed, I would say, yeah, for having played every, the DP. Every time I've been at a table and there was a don't player, it, I, it would be absolutely horrible to be them. Yeah, like, that would be, like, be the this guy. This isn't fun. Yeah, no, for you because like everyone is like, mm -hmm. you know, no, you got to be just there to grind out. I mean, you know, that's that's really. The but answer. if that's the case, then I, I would go to <laughs> bubble right. craps or so, something that's not. Go the, to bubble craps. The, the the table. Go to something where you can just sit there you and be by yourself. Bastard. And, <laughs> I really don't care, by the way. Deal. Most dealers don't give a crap, by the way. Oh, I don't. Literally. I don't personally care what they do either. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I I know a lot of players that come up and they they'll ask me, they hey, do you mind if I play the don'ts? And I'll be like, dude, really? Uh, you can play the don'ts. Play whatever the hell you want. Mm -hmm. It's it's your money. And in fact, uh, if you go to a table and they don't appreciate your bet, just leave and go to another table or go to another casino for that matter. If you don't get the service that you should, you should never deal. You know, playing in a casino should be fun. Even if you're there working a system or trying to grind money, it should still be fun. You should be there for a reason. And if you're not getting the treatment that you that you deserve or that you feel you deserve, there's there's quite a few dealers who commiserate themselves right into a very narrow way of looking at the game right. and hate certain types of systems. I know I know dealers right now who have talked crap about you know uh, Hawaiian uh, betters because they don't they don't like the aggression and that the only reason why they don't like the aggression is because they can't handle the action. So it you know they go from this five dollar boring ass game to an actual game where they have to actually do something. Right. And you would think that would be the game you want to deal because that's the game I want to deal. That's I want to be, that, be the I, the whole reason that, I the way that even I wanted the 
way that yeah. I bet is yep. because I can't I can't sit there and stew over a five dollar bet like a five dollar no. pass line bet or a you know place bet just it doesn't yeah. do anything win lose draw like what am I even here for I mean, as a crap dealer and, you know, loving the game, it's all about <clears throat> just playing the game. But I love, I love systems that challenge me. I love regret. Now, there are some players out there who have irritated the hell out of me. There's a guy named Chunkers, you know, people that have no idea or no system. They just have, you know, more money than they know what to do with. They just start throwing bets out there. They right. make it confusing and they make it hard. That's a little different. But people betting systems, go for it. Find the dealer that you like. Find the casino that you like. Um, all right, what else you got? Anything else? No, I actually have a couple questions wow. here. Wow, really? Are we are we anywhere near the likes that we need or no? We're at 99. Ooh, 99. We need 21 more likes. We'll send you a print. It's okay. Mars print. Nobody wants Mars print? Oh, God, Mars is going to be so depressed, dude. I'll take Mars print. <laughs> we'll give it away to Yeah, we'll give, we'll give you one. Okay, so if we don't get 120 likes, you'll be the fallback. Fantastic. So we have a winner one way or the other. Fantastic. <laughs> Kimo Saboy says, any updates on inter- an international CG like japan france etc oh god i would love to i mean the only thing we have internationally is we have cqdealers.com if you're interested in becoming a dealer and learning you can go on there that's our online platform i would love to we've been we've had so many discussions over the years as far as the school so you know we have the school cg a little different than obviously casino quest um and uh you know covid happened a lot of things happened we are trying to do a media education channel that's specifically all about you know, casino dealing uh, and education, player education, casino. So that's coming. We have a meeting on Monday, actually, to pursue that. But, uh, God, I would love to go to France, dude. I would I would love to go to other markets 100%. I, I would love to take CG there. If you could ever figure out the logistics of creating yeah. like a like – a, yeah. a part like almost like a party game company where you could travel. Yeah, like travel. Do a game to France, go to – you know. So we, we've been invited. That you can – you yeah. know, people pay you know ten, twenty bucks, whatever to you know cover the airfare, and then plus all the dealers' time for for being there. Yeah, we we have um, we've talked about in uh, different markets in the United States having an actual school. We've been invited in a few places. We just don't have the staff. I mean, uh, we would need more teachers. The problem is, is that we're very specific as far as like the teaching dynamics. Uh, if if you come to our school, we have this sort of whole adaptive uh, learning process that we apply to to the school. And having the right people to fit into those uh, into those roles is not easy. You know, uh, we always say that just because you know something doesn't mean you can teach it, right? right? I mean, there's people that can teach and there's people not so much, you know, and that's no, no takeaway. They're still very good at what they do, but the teaching it can be tough. The dealing is a very sort of hands-on, and we try to, you know, uh, you know, create a as productive an environment as we can. But anyway, so the answer is we would love to, but it's been uh kind of a snow call we haven't had the conversations and the few conversations we had we've had a conversation with what we thought was probably a yakuza at one point uh and then we had a conversation which was quite literally like this other gangster in this other country uh we it, it turns out so they they were really aggressive trying to get us to come out as a school apparently we have a little bit of a following out there i won't say the country or whoever it is because i don't want them tracking me down but we had we we actually had the discussion for several months. There was a lawyer involved for a minute trying to work it out. What what's going on? I like how you say you don't want to say the country, but you, you said yeah, can I say the country? Yakuza, and that pretty much narrows down. Well, the country, that was friend. that other country. I'm talking about another country. Look at it. Yeah, you're you're so nipply, buddy. I mean, uh, you're so you're so. Anyways, uh, but it, no, no, this is a different country. I won't. I, I, I it wasn't. Um, 
it wasn't just, that, it, you know, just, like don't, a Malaysian, don't think the whole deeper, please. South Asian, uh, anyways, yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, no, no, it was, it was a sunshine thing. Oh, good God, now I gave it away. But anyways, um, <laughs> they were going to pay for everything, have us come out, and we were like, listen, we love all our fingers. <laughs> we're fine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because you know, if you're opening a casino, it's uh, it's it gets expensive to train everybody. There are casinos right now that have, have dice has been legalized, and they don't have a dice pit yet because they can't get the dice dealers or the people to train them to be dice dealers. Right. You know, which is which yeah, sucks no, if you're in. It's a specific set of skills. It is. It's a very oh, I'm gonna get that call one day, and I'm gonna let them know. Listen, <laughs> I have a very specific oh set of skills. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> hunt their ass down with some craps, huh? There you go. All right, what else you got? With these new oh, we have a dice. ton, actually. Really? Uh, wow, that's fantastic. We have a lot of questions. That's fantastic. Great says, love the vlogs. Feels like a reality TV show. Is there any, Is there something we need Ooh. to know? Oh, yes. Who is that? Is that one of ours that asked us because I forgot? Yes, guess what? We're expanding the vlogs. We're going gloves off, by the way. We know, so we have let our whole media team gloves off. Like, by that I mean everything. The good, the bad, the ugly. So we had an episode like that. That was the first episode, gloves off. We're expanding the episodes. The The first half of each vlog, essentially, is going to go on to CEG. But if you want to watch the other one, it's going to be on Patreon. The raw, un- well, it'll still be edited, but the basically the raw vlog is going to be on the patreon so you guys at the 25 dollar tier are going to get a whole bunch of love because we are going to have two destinations for you in vegas by the way and we're going to have this all this new content that's coming out very specifically for you so you'll get literally uh hours worth of entertain additional entertainment he's always laughing he's i don't know i'm not even laughing this time i'm not i'm just sitting here what what am i doing so you're saying i need to up my I mean, my, my you either got to be $25. You either got Alan Toy has his own special VIP uh, tier. <laughs> we love Alan, by the way. He just created his own tier. He's got his own tier. We're like, what tier is Alan at? We can't find him. He's got his own tier. He's, he's at Alan level. He's Alan. He gets like, yeah, he literally is the Alan, Alan level. But uh, yeah, so because we want, we want you guys to have, uh, you know, this. So we're producing this now. Eventually, we want this to evolve into a bigger thing. But basically, you're going to get two hours of this vlog. And it's behind the scenes, gloves off about everything okay, in Vegas. Okay, not two hours. You said two well, hours. Well, total over the four weeks. Oh, like over this. the four weeks. Okay, yeah, four weeks. Because every week you get a whole new episode raw and basically uncut. It'll be cut and edited a little bit, but for the most part you'll get. Uh, but we're literally having Jet and, and well, Dennis and his whole team are going to be working on this and producing this as content on a regular basis. And let me tell you. We work with a lot of casinos, and we got a lot of fantastic stories about students. We're going to have a student spotlight every week. Uh, we're going to have the, the cameras are going to come to the school. We're going to have, uh, you know, uh, it, it's it's really a fantastic thing. I, I wish you guys, like, I can't wait for more people to be on this journey with us. And, and I'll always go back to, yes, the roulettes are fun, and the strategies are fun. All those things are fantastic. But when it comes right down to it, where it's it's about the people. Where it's, a, it's just a very interesting... Jordan is a student of craps. He's actually been in my class. He is, you know, one of these everybody different, you know, uh, and he manages billions of dollars. <laughs> you know? But we have we have we have people at many, many different levels of the game. We have people just starting out. We have people at the end of their career. I have a guy uh, right now who, you know, he was a dealer 20 years ago. He's now retired, looking to get part time income. He has a little arthritis. And you know he's working his way through the game. He's he's uh, 
he's uh, you know he's taking a little extra time. That's the truth of it. Not everybody is is ready to go can pivot. Uh, but we've had just you guys wait. You're gonna you're gonna absolutely love. It. And you know what? There's some really sad moments. There's moments where Alex cries. There's moments where he's happy. No. Um, and we're gonna have all that for you guys, just laid out, ready to go. I, I like how you say only Alex. Only Alex has feelings. The rest of us are robots. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, Jason asks. Yes. Where can you find the best coupons in Vegas? Uh, coupons are harder to come by these days. I will tell you that uh, sometimes the casinos themselves offer some incentives, but with COVID. There used to be a regular coupon book that was released on the strip, like a graphic book that they made available that you could pick up on a regular basis. That's no longer a thing. You really have to kind of, you know, uh, find them. Uh, we have like the weekly, the RJ, some of those will have coupons for local places, but most of the strip places aren't giving anything away right now. Uh, occupancies are high, believe it or not. The gameplay is literally through the roof. Uh, so you're not getting, you just got to play. And if you're a player and you, you have your player's card in, you very often get incentives. The Strat sends me like a, a free writer every week and I get like $15 off my meals uh, every week. So it's pretty, and by the way, I don't play, I, I don't play a whole lot of the Strat. So the incentives they give me is pretty good. Uh, Station Casinos got rid of their buffet, which sucks, but they, but, but that's another casino that has lots of different, um, you know, promotions. They have a, a sports betting promotion right now that they've incentivized and a few other things, but yeah, sadly, uh, what I will say is stay away from the coupon set. The, the sites that advertise coupons for Vegas, a lot of those, dude, have uh, really bad malware. Um, I have actually have a friend of mine that used to constantly search for free coupons. Uh, he loved going down to, like, uh, the Hotel Continental. Before that was Silver 7s. And uh, he got a computer infected so badly he just had to toss it. It, was, it wasn't worth the money to get it uh, cleaned up. But a lot of those coupon sites are, have definitely have viruses and malware. I would avoid those. But right now, not a whole lot of coupons out there. Well, the easy answer is the best coupon is you, David. I am a coupon. You are. I am. No, I'm I am. surprised I you're identify. not a coupon for Halloween. If I, I would have been, if I'd have thought about it longer and I was smarter than I am, I would have definitely dressed as a coupon. By the way, our outfits were last minute. Uh, and and so we try to keep the huh. I was, I was just telling Jordan our outfits were last minute. They were last minute. We basically went to the costume place, and, like, these are the only things that we found, like, uh, the that were resemble. All, all the coupons were literally mm. – and there were no coupons at this flipping <laughs> place. It was a line uh, with a line and a line. Everybody trying to, like, fend off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else you got? Bob Hope asks – Bob Hope. For, for Dennis. Oh, what's for the biggest Dennis. win you've ever had at a casino? I haven't had any wins at the casino. Yeah, shh. I still none that I still, we I still know got of. Six months. His biggest before. win is not having been able to play. That's the answer, okay? Because <laughs> uh, he saved up all that money. He's got a big fat savings account. He's a coupon too, by the way, because I end up paying for dinner most of the time. Well, and food and lunch. Yeah, exactly. He just works it, dude. He's an undercover coupon. No, he knows. He's like, listen, I, I'm hungry. Let me call David and ask him if he wants to eat. And then I go. Well, and okay, I'm like, to be ah. fair, half the time when we go out to eat, you're like, let's go eat. Like, I'm hungry. And then, and then you just true. end up paying. Have, have you guys tried uh, Lucy's uh, ice cream and waffles? No. Oh, you got to go. Is there. it good? Lucy's oh. ice cream waffles sounds, sounds fantastic, yeah, by the way. Delicious. We love that. It's on Rainbow. Is uh, it uh, just north of the 215? Oh, we like that. And uh, there's a new sandwich shop at Ellis. If you haven't been to Ellis, it's an award winning sandwich. I brought it up in last uh, week's vlog so far. Uh, I think everything's been positive over there. I can't wait to go over there and try it because I will love the sandwiches. All right, what else we got? We got to call it a uh, 
Well, we, we got, still have a couple. But I'll try really? To get, I'll try to go through it. So how try, many? How many? Uh, how many likes? Try keeping your answers to less words, please. Oh, okay, less words. Yeah, got it's it. My fault. Uh, yeah, it's my fault. John uh, Zimmerman mm-hmm. says, "Could you do a crabs while high? I think it's impossible." Oh no, I could deal crabs while high, hundred percent. I've actually dealt crabs while high many times. When I was younger, I used to deal a bird game high. So at this stage in my life, I can deal crabs with uh, you know one-handed subdued under pressure there's not yeah, a lot I, that i think you can get just doing anything yeah if you do it and dealing is so repetitive yeah i'm sure most bets i don't even think about it's pretty automatic in fact sometimes when like in today's episode not funny in today's episode when jordan was, t- was talking about some of the bets i just a number pops in my head and i have to double check the math uh right. because i already know what the number is but i got to make sure that the because we're doing the math but uh yeah by the way, when I was breaking as a dealer, I was high as a kite almost all the time. That was a thing. They didn't test for weed back in the day. It wasn't a thing. And my buddy worked at the horseshoe and just would just literally make me get high. I mean, there was no... I like how you just admitted that so plainly and openly. Well, like, you, you know what? Like, I was Whatever. one of those people that actually inhaled. That's what, what are we going to do? <laughs> I was young. I mean, I don't... I, I, I honestly, I don't drink now. Uh, I don't do a whole lot of drugs anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't do any drugs. I don't. I, my, I'm pretty boring. I just come here, work, and uh, go home. Just work and work. Yeah. Yeah. Dandy says yes. All in betting or independent number pressing, which is better? Uh, no, no. I go one number at a time. I always stay fixated on the number. That's my whole strategy. Me personally, only because you know, it. I, other than the math, because the math is doesn't won't necessarily agree with me. Uh, but I find that when people get stuck on a number, Sticky could not get off to five and nine the other day as we're trying to work out Jordan's place bet system. My anti five and nine system. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, it was quite something. You'll see twenty minutes of five and nines and nothing else. He couldn't win a bet, and then seven. Yeah. I mean that's gonna happen. That, well, yeah. I mean every I mean, every every combination, every roll. If you break it down to one, I mean one dice throw. Sure. I that's think I, I think I only hit like a six once, and then it was like. Just to come on. It was a very I, nipply. I, I, I mean, it was a very. <laughs> I think if you're going to do something like an all-in betting system, you have to have a, a hard out at some point because I think. Yep. You can get to a point where you're like, oh, I'll just let it ride one more time, let it ride one more time, let it, and then the no. seven happens. That's why I think true. at least for a triple lux, a triple lux, that's my compromise. That gets you out. Third hit, third power press, you take, right. and then every new color you collect. So that way. If you got to report into the wife or you have kids that still have to go to college, you can still, you know what I mean, respect yourself in the morning. Right. You know what I mean? But quite literally, that guy that went all to table limit, I mean, that's not going to happen a lot. You're going to end up buried a lot. You might end up, uh, you know, we don't want you jumping off yeah, the free Yeah, you got to collect something. Yeah, you got to collect something. you might as well just yeah. light the money on fire. No, yeah. There GSA asks. Huh. Yes. I'm a don'ts player, and I find it very difficult to tell dealers. Yeah. Uh, do dealers like when you place a don't bet for them? Uh, I don't. Yeah, see, here's the thing. I will tell you this. Just as a a matter of of my relation, my being a dealer and having known a lot of dealers in my lifetime, no one, no one, dealers don't care. Uh, literally, dealers, it's the same thing. If if any dealer that's attached to the money is ridiculous. So like, don't player walks up, play spread walks up. It, it it there's no adversarial position there. Like we don't care what you're betting as long as it, you know the dealers get upset when you stroke them somehow. Like by that I mean you're putting weird bets or. But yeah, if you were betting the don't pass, they would love a flat bet on the don't pass. Just like if you're betting the pass line, dealers love bets next year's. And if you want to put a little lay for them, they can. You can bet under the table minimum for lays. I mean you don't have. You can bet a dollar from them on the don'ts and a three dollar lay if the points five. You know what I mean? 
Can you bet? Can you put a put like a dollar on the pass line if someone's got a don't? Can you put a, the the dealers up for a dollar? Oh, hundred percent. Like I mean, I don't. And then toss there a you couple, go. Toss hey, a if I lose, you win. Fantastic. Toss a couple shoes behind there. Yeah, no, you can. Yeah, hundred percent. You can bet anywhere on the table as long whatever legal bet there is that you can make for yourself. You can bet for the dealers, and the dealers can be bet at at a dollar. So uh, you can't bet quarters, that kind of thing. But you can bet at a dollar. You can bet minimum odds. You know, dollar odds, that kind of thing. Is there, uh, yeah. is there a maximum odd? So like, if you go to like a ten yes. times odds place, can you do a dollar online with ten times odds? Yeah. So so some casinos will have. Uh, what they call like a maximum bet. If you get to, if you're a VIP player, not VIP, if you're a contract player, you're playing lots of money. Uh, some casinos will limit the amount of, of of the bet in relationship to yours, right? And that's because like if you're, we used to have the Smith Brothers. Can I, we say we love the Smith Brothers. So the Smith Brothers, back when they had a ton of money, I know things didn't go so well for the Smith Brothers. Smith Brothers, if you don't know, uh, you know, were bought by Kroger's, uh, the Smiths. They, you know, they were they they made billions of dollars back in the '90s. They used to frequent the Rio, and they were famous for betting, you know, a thousand for themselves. And all of a sudden, they pull hair and bet a thousand for the dealers. You know what I mean? They were betting like the same thing. And the Rio was like, hey, eventually, they were like, dude, 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 you can only bet X amount, you know, compared to your bet, ten percent or twenty percent or fifty percent, whatever it is. You follow? And uh, because every dollar that goes in the can for the dealers is a dollar that the the casino can't win, right? right. That's money that's walking off. And if you're if you're a high limit player, that's a lot of money that's walking off. We we would lock up a ton of money on the strip. So they did they did come out with a policy, and really it's up to the casino. The casino can set policies that limit, you know, how the tokes. Most of us aren't at that level or won't see that kind of thing. So like if you're there, there was a I worked at a casino where anything under five hundred dollars was fair play. Anything over five hundred dollars represent had to represent less than half of what the player uh, was betting or a percentage of the player up to scale. So, uh, but yeah, the short answer is bet a flat bet for the dealers on the don'ts. There you go. Bam. That was a very long, short answer. And we had to throw a story in there, dude. Oh, my God. How, how long? I just can't hey, get. I've got questions. Too I tried to get these in under an hour, and I, it's not going to ever happen, uh, is there? Something. Dude, tune in. Donate five bucks and just put a poker uh, joker card. That's it. But they, they didn't say anything. Oh, just fantastic. A uh, what? Uh, five dollars. What? They donate $5 Super Chat. Oh, fantastic. Thanks we love those. Those don't go to Sticky. Those go to the pot. You know what I'm saying? Because Sticky now is <laughs> no, Scott. Because Sticky's going to be expensive on his birthday. That's Holy the casino, crap. That's the Kino, uh, that's the wind Kino down, fun. Wind down fun. Oh, All right. What else Marlin we got? Says, Does Daddy David really think that big comps and comping whales is a big thing in the past? Or he, he mentioned this on a Blackjack podcast. Yeah. Uh yeah, whales are getting screwed over right now. They're getting uh they're getting you know it's it's not the same as it used to be. So a lot of those stories you heard about you know when we say big whales like the real high value uh, players, those kinds of things just aren't happening anymore. Casinos are really changing their sites. They're they're changing how they, uh, you know how they value the the revenue. Like you know food, shopping, entertainment. Those are sort of the primary venues. You know. You can look out at the casino, for example, and see how little the high limit action, how much the high limit action has been sort of chipped away. There are casinos now that used to take $50,000 single bets that won't even take a $5,000 single bet, you know, that have reduced their limits accordingly. Like, you know, high limit Baccarat, you know, used to hear the, the legendary stories of people playing, you know, million dollar, 300,000, you know, all these different, and that's no longer, you don't hear those anymore because they, they're not around. A lot of those, uh, first of all, a lot of the international players haven't come back 
which has, I think, uh, stunted that level of play. And casinos have been very quick to shift. I mean, if they can charge you $1,000 for a restaurant, uh, you know, and they got 60% margins, they're loving life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you, uh, you know, shift the, the, the model that way? You know, casino action is, uh, is, is profitable, right? If you're bringing in enough of the right play. Uh, but it can also spank you a little bit here and there, you know? And Right. It, like, I mean, if you, like, I mean, we were talking earlier before yeah. the podcast, you know, Phil Ivey and that group. Yeah, Phil Ivey. If, if you're drawing in a big, you know, advantage blackjack players, taking yeah. their action and you're going to take a hit. Yeah. And, and then give them comps on top of it, free rooms, free airfare, everything else, of course, is going to get Yeah. We, we've, I mean, so. you know, we've heard of some real, uh, some epic play. Don't, don't get me wrong. There are still quite a few people that come to Vegas, play a lot of money, put a lot of money out there, uh, win a lot, lose a lot, those kinds of things. But in terms of like the, the big whales, the carry the Packers of yesteryear, the Smith brothers, those kinds of things, you don't hear as many of those. And of course, most of the international players are, you don't, there's very little of that going on right now. Colo gives us an early congrats on 100k subs. Wow, I know we've been uh, working on busting out. I don't even know what we're at right now. I think I think we're like a thousand away or fifteen hundred away or. That's yeah, get working, Alex uh, and Timmy. <laughs> I mean, holy crap! Keep those roulette players coming in. <laughs> J Dog asks him, yes. Vegas dealers dress up for Halloween. Uh, it depends on the casino, but usually not. Some some Vegas casinos have had have limited. Like you can wear a shirt with a graphic on it. I've actually worked for one casino that loved you wearing, remember the old Batman shirt, like that type of thing. You could wear a shirt that had a graphic on it, but apart from that, because they don't, you can't really, can you imagine me coming in with this as a crap dealer and then getting a few hundred dollar checks caught up in it, you know what I mean? And they're just walking out going, well, this is gonna be a thing. One for me, one yeah, for one, my boot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not usually a thing, but they, but some, some casinos do get a little more festive on Halloween, go ahead. Michael says, where can I find a $5, $10 craps table on the weekend on the Strip? Uh, you can't. Ellis Island is literally the only $5 game. And it's quite stunning that they are able to uh, insist on that. I mean, they're, they're, it doesn't exist yet. It used to be Excalibur was pretty reliable. Circus Circus was pretty reliable. But now that's not a thing. Circus Circus is 10. Excalibur is 10s. Uh, yeah, at a minimum. Imagine, I would imagine 10 is going to be the minimum. And all weekends, it's probably going to be 15, 25. Yeah. So it what here's what's gonna happen. Once COVID ends, uh, there's a few casinos that are still opening. There's some local places that will will come back. We have the Palms bid that was bought that will come back. So the pits are when the pits come back to life and you have all these competitive players now. The beautiful thing about the Vegas, the makeup of the casinos in Vegas is that they've been demonopolized to some extent. So a few Indian buyers have come in and bought some casinos. You know, some other properties have been sold off or spun off to be independently managed. You have Bally's, the new Bally, sort of the new Bally's, the Penn Gaming, the Tropicana that was sold. So that's going to be under new ownership soon. So the more competitive the strip is and the less uh, player, you know, the more players there are, that's going to help, I think, this whole maybe turn this around a little bit and, and allow for. By the way, casinos love low limit tables. I mean, in general, I mean, obviously the yield on high limit tables is much higher because everyone is forced to play short money. But for the, for the most part, they like bringing these tables down. They don't like putting too much at risk. So I think once once the world, once Vegas gets back to uh, normal a little bit and you have some of these new properties opening up, these table pits coming back, dealers signing up at the school and being trained, and you know what I mean? Uh, you're going to start seeing that a lot. You're going to see downtown odds. It's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> That's David's take on the world. I think if you're trying to find right now, like, well, shoot, like I said, I was even at the Sunset Station yesterday, and they were $10 tables. $10, yeah. Everywhere, everywhere so action has be been. Like Sam's Town or. Uh, Sam's Town, yeah. Something like that, maybe for a $5 table. Yeah. Every, everywhere, action has been literally high. Everywhere you go. You go to Aliante is the closest casino to me, and it's always busy, and it should be because it's. It's a, the slots are fantastic. It's not always busy, but weekends is busy. But it's also n- North Vegas and with the far uh, north. Yeah. yeah, the this with the stations casinos up there being closed. It's the only, it's the only yeah, game it's in the town only game right in town. now. Well, so. the Santa Fe is there. So right. Oh yeah, I guess it did re- just reopen. Sort of close. Yeah. All right. What else? Two you questions got? from uh, Skill and Lock says, "Who decides table minimums?" And does Dave think bird games will ever come back? Why? No bird games. Yeah. No bird games are dead. And you know what we're going to do is we're going to have an ex- exhibition. I'm going to show you how to deal a bird game. I'm going to make that its own thing. For those of you who want a little history, Dennis has been asking about it because he thinks it's, it's like a lost art. I would love to show you guys a dime game. I think I can recreate the dime game with the actual change things. And that is a really fun game to watch dealt. I'd be interested in watching uh, it. You, you wait, wait till you see it because you have to use a change belt in order to dispense the dimes. There's no actual chip, so it's it's fantastic. I was able to watch it enough and take it in and know what, and know what those kinds of bets pay that I think I could recreate it. But Bird Game is done, unless it's done on an expo type of thing, or maybe we have it, but there's no casino that's going to invest in a Bird Game. The, the cost of the checks alone is not worth it. It's such a grindy game. Back in the 90s, this is the last Bird Games. You know, these games drop would drop like five hundred bucks and be excited. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not a game that that any casino wants to invest no, in anytime not, soon. Well, that's not. I Next question: As a dealer, what yeah. is your preferred way of being tipped? As a dealer, on the line, line with shoes, put me in action, or place bets. If it's a hot roll, give me some place bets. Six dollars across. Me working with you, or line bet with shoes. Fantastic! I'll lock those up all day long. Would you rather have six dollars across or six dollars on the six and eight? Uh, or, I would uh, rather have six dollars on the six and eight, hundred percent. Because then you get seven dollars, right? If yeah, then I'm getting odds. Uh, you know, but I, I like to set the bar low because a lot of people don't want to make that investment. So right. at least that way, I'm getting paid on all the numbers. Right. So I, I want to increase my opportunity to at least get something out of the hand. I love pass line with shoes is easily one of the favorite bets that you can make for the dealer. You know, putting up on the hardways is nice, but those don't hit a lot, so that you can't put a lot in the can that way. I mean, when I was working at um, you know table game you know where it was table for table anybody that gave me money i would make them place bets like automatically place bets i would try to go across or build across whatever if i was given the opportunity because that that way every number you roll i'm able to lock up something and then if you could progress that line bet to get that line bet working that's the most money i've ever dropped as a dealer was always off the line with odds where someone progressively bet like as they made more once i got the quarters maybe you throw them a nickel get some odds you know what i'm saying you go up to black that kind of thing uh, those are fantastic bets. Yeah. Has Dad ever ever met Steve Sear? He's a famous whale handler. A f- famous what? Whale handler. Uh, wait a minute. Is that the guy that wrote the book? Because I have. Steve Sear. Huh? Steve Sear. Yeah. Uh, I I he was a host, is what you're saying. So I've met quite a few hosts in uh, my lifetime. I'm I, I'm terrible with names. Uh, if I saw a picture, I I, I might be able to. But we have a few uh, people who have written some of the books that have come by here. Is he the guy that wrote the book, The Whale? I have, I have no idea. Uh, we have a fantastic book that was written. He autographed it for me. We're actually interested in, in developing some content with him. He is a famous Caesar's Palace host, and he has hosted some of the biggest whales on the planet. And uh, his his stories are fantastic. I should get him on here, by the way. You guys would love it. We could share some fantastic stories. Mm-hmm. Last two questions. Yeah. 
Uh, can Daddy David start live rolling crap strategies? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to work, Sticky. I want to <laughs> live. Yeah, let's do it. I would love to and do that. And uh, Brian also asks, what do you think of the Cosmo going to the MGM? Oof. You want to know my honest to godness truth? Can I speak truthfully? Can I? No. You can. Uh, my unfiltered David says oof. Uh, only because listen the Cosmo has been run really well they've made a lot ton of money they've been they've been they scored a huge hit the Cosmo didn't get off to the best start and so they brought in some fantastic people who really one no matter what you say about that place those dealers have made a mint and yeah. you know when it comes to making money I go in I don't like to go in there myself because it's always young people just passed out drunk on the floor somewhere you know it's a kind of a rowdy rich young you know environment and that's just nothing like that relates to me um but the mgm is the exact opposite like uh it's a more conservative kind of uh management uh, philosophy yeah to me it's kind of like anytime you have a small independent company get bought out by a large you know whether yeah. it's a tech company or anything else like for instance like when direct tv got bought out by at&t and direct tv used to have yeah great customer service and now they get bought out by at&t and then they, they have horrible suck. customer service yeah no that's that's honestly what I think it's. Going to be. I, I hope the MGM doesn't change a lot because right now it's a, a successful uh, venue. Yeah, right. you know, if you're like me and it's not your venue necessarily, but it's been a successful venue for the people. It's got a lot of great assets, uh, and and I will say this: a few dealers that we know that work there, they're let's just say, um, you know, they're being. Uh, uh, how could I say this? Now? They're just worried a little bit worried you know they, they hope it doesn't take away from their seniority and their benefits there's there's a few there's quite a few things the mgm could come in and do and to kind of uh you know change the the nature of the dynamic of that property. reassign them to, to, I mean, to the excalibur instead I, I would hate that to be honest <laughs> with you I, I you know what i, I really hate it when casinos come in they buy a properties the next thing you know they whack all the seniority and benefits everyone has to start over new 90 days that sucks you spend all your time and through no fault of your own. And I'm not talking union. I know there's a lot of people anti-union. I'm not talking union. I'm not. What I'm saying is, you put in your time at a company. You've, right. you've done your, you, you're, you know, you've earned your three weeks you, of vacation you, and your you benefits. Your yeah, you've put in your time. You've got your track record. Going. And in the gaming business, some of these casinos, you know, they it's two years before you get to full time. So you put in your two years. You finally got your full time. You're taking care of your family. And then through no fault of your own someone else comes in and changes that i think that's that's unfair you know and i think that right. that's one of those things that should be allowed for if you come in to buy a property you got it's as is you know it's fine to you know <clears throat> put your stamp on it but let's not take away from the employees and their and their uh yeah, opportunity. The ho hopefully the management team you know the ownership might change but the management that that actually manages the day-to-day -day, the pit bosses yeah. the server you know those people stay the same and then the, so the far vibe, the the vibe Inside is the same. Yeah. stays the same because you don't go to the Cosmopolitan and yeah. want to be treated like you do when you walk into the MGM. No, that's right. So far, as far as I know, most of so. the Cosmo is is there. All the, uh, other than maybe some upper upper people, I haven't heard of any real big changes. So my guess is, so far, so, so good. Yeah. So like we'll if, if they just buy it and bring it into their portfolio, but let let it be yeah, but, operating as as is. It's but great, that doesn't but. completely change for a little while. I don't think. I think there's still things that are working out. All right, what else you got? All right, By the let's... way, we can do the giveaway now. Uh, giveaway? We got 120. Is that what you're waiting for? Or 126. Whoa, 126. Thank you, Jesus. All right, we're going to give away one of these prints. And uh, the 
The only people that can't win because they're already winners of life is uh, is, is, is Snapper and Alan Toy. I think so. we give it to Snapper just because he really his, just because he's the he, guy. You cut him off on his 131 roll. By the way, look, I, look, he has I had to too watch. Much luck. He's won a couple games. <laughs> and Tennessee okay. lost the other day. Snapper, were you in the crowd? Was he in the crowd? Was he actually? I, I was thinking about you. I saw a Tennessee game. Or he only comes out for baseball. Was he watching football, college football? Because I, I happened to pull them up on the TV, and it didn't it didn't work out so well. I think he only watches college. <clears throat> the college. Well, this was a college yeah, game. It's college, it's this is a college football. game. Tennessee. <clears throat> All right. Ready? Let's uh, do it. Snapper says rigged, just so you know. Oh, yeah. It's totally rigged. Sorry, All right. Try to help you out, buddy. Uh, what's the word? Uh, the word's going to be math. That's going to be the word. 100%. So we introduced the math today. Ultimate craps, I don't know, math, something like this. And then we let him go. You <laughs> something tell like this? That. I mean, crapless just math. Craps. Crapless craps. I know. Well, that'll yeah, be that, on the crapless a, craps. I, that's, you know, I think on your last podcast you were talking about there's some casinos <clears> that will let you buy the five and nine. Yeah, you know, auto buy. Auto buy. They auto buy it for you. Here in town? Not or? here in town. Grant, in the like, um, uh, Biloxi area. Biloxi. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's two that we've heard of. Um, but even so, you know, because you said on the podcast last week that I would bet the five and nine, and I probably would. The only, my only if, caveat, if they let you auto buy, if, it. if they let me auto buy, it, the only reason I wouldn't is that it would extend. Yeah, that's another. That's another sixty dollars that I it would get on. expensive. Yeah, quick. Yeah, exactly. So you're that, stuck at your one thirty, but that's fine. So maybe I, could, if you could come up with a way that it, you could drop the house edge on the five and nine below the six and eight, then you bet the. The outside numbers. Not You're asking number. too much, sir. All right, what do we got? Is everybody putting it in there? Yep, that's going through. Math, 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 math. All right, by we the tell way, them, when uh, do we tell them to stop? Side note, the person who wrote the book was the, what the, they were talking about, Steve Sear. That's the guy that wrote yeah. the book? Yeah, I have met him a couple times. We, uh, he's a great guy, by the way. So very down to earth, really nice guy. He was a guy on the Discovery Channel. He's a fantastic guy. I would love... By the way, Steve, if you're out there, ever watch this, or you're here from one of your friends, uh, we're going to... we're gonna We got to call him. We keep forgetting. Uh, and we, you know, we've been busy, but uh, he has talked to us about, you know, he'd be happy to come on the show. Uh, and you guys, you want to talk stories? Well, oh God! And he'll trigger a lot of other stories because you know, there's other Daddy David stories. Uh, uh, all right, ready? All right, stop. Okay, one through twenty. Pick one through twenty. Two. 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 Texas craps. You are the winner. Fantastic. There Texas craps. Choose a print in black or rose. Rose or black. We're gonna send you the print, uh, and it's it's actually autographed by Mar. Has our little autograph in there, and it features uh, our new Vegas tycoon uh, it, it, uh, graphic, which we're gonna be rolling out the um, you know our life here in Vegas kind of thing. Uh, it's a lot of nonsense is what it is. I didn't realize how much nonsense. By the way, did you have anywhere to be today? Because I forgot. I didn't realize this is going to be like. <laughs> no, I'm good. I try to get it done in an hour every time. That's always this, my that's goal. Never and it never happens. Back well, to Dennis's. <laughs> aren't we at like two and a half hours? I think time? so. I think so. Holy crap. We are exactly two hours and 37 minutes. Wow. Brutal. Yeah, we're. Uh, is everybody? Is anybody? You, you know who made a hilarious Snapper's joke? Snapper's still awake, so we're good. We're going long. <laughs> we're going long. <laughs> you know who made a hilarious joke? Alex said, "You know, watching these podcasts is like watching, you know, Lord of the Rings." Oh yeah, I know. You could collect them all. It could be longer. I have to take Dennis out. I've I've made him swear that he has to watch the entire director's cut box set of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. How many hours? Tell is me it? now. Like Thirty hours. It's it's a long time. Dude. I don't know about The Hobbit. I know the Lord of the Rings ones are like. I think it's 15 hours. Oh, my God. The, or 14 wow. hours for the three movies. <laughs> I'm in. 
Love Lord of the Rings. All right, we got to go, dude. I mean, we really got to go. I got to eat. I got to pee. I got lots of things I got to do. <laughs> the mall's been closed for 30 minutes. No, the mall has been closed. <laughs> we're going to have to be escorted out by security. Shh. No, we have a secret exit. All right, thank you guys so, so much. Really quickly, oh. Texas Crab didn't say which color you want, so email, email. admin at mycasinoquest.com. I'll put it in the chat. Yes. And uh, you can uh, just tell me there. For that Rascal Merlin, yes, you can buy the prints on the website. They're not up yet, but they will be up this week. We're going to have, so you'll have the choice of to buy the print, the print with a black frame, and the print with a gold frame. But, you know, the prints are going to be cheap. So we're, we're going to, the prints are going to be like six bucks, five ninety nine for the print. Eight by eight, or you can order it in, in bigger prints. But right now, eight by eight, it seems to be the most popular size. But anyway, we have a few of them. All right, uh, I can say thank you guys very much for tuning in, being part of this experience. Uh, we love that you guys are tuning in. We're very close to 100,000 subs. Thank you so much, Color Up. Uh, everybody out there, Hawaii Crafts, Hawaii Crafts Shooters, all you other channels, uh, we, we love you guys. Thank you to Beyond Blackjack, Lee, uh, many of the people that we've been playing with recently. We've had a really great, wonderful time. We, we love all our fans and our students, most of them. Some suck. Some okay. suck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just that's life. Just, yeah, that's... Yeah. And side note, if you caught this on the latter half and you want to listen to this, this will be on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and all your favorite Everything. Sticky uh, uploads it now on the next day, so it's there. If you want something to put you to sleep uh, tomorrow night, <laughs> you can take your uh, Z-Quil and put me in the background, and bam, out like a light. All right, see you guys. Thank you, okay. and bye. Bye-bye. Bye from Vegas.